grab your friends, it's time for MetaWatch with the first, best, and only people who have seen an entire season of MetaBots in the last 20 years. My name's Mitch, I use he and pronouns, I can't believe it. Joining me as always in this twisted journey, Colin. Hi, my name's Colin, I use they, them pronouns, and I will never believe it. We did a MetaBots. We did it, we did, we did a whole season one of MetaBots. <laughs> it, they said it couldn't be done. You know, um... The, this little plucky upstart that could. I don't know anybody watching the Pokemon anime right now, uh, but I know two people watching the Metabots anime. Which it makes it almost <laughs> as many as back in its heyday. <laughs> we, oh man, uh, I guess we can get more to this in the season one wrap up, but I, I like anyone I've mentioned to the show has said like, oh yeah, I watched a couple episodes of that when it aired. I think it was pretty good, and that just seems like the universal Metabots experience, is everybody knew the show existed, but no one watched it. <laughs> hey, you know what? Better go out forgotten but kind of liked than anything else. Yeah. Uh, Up oh, next, man. we gotta do a custom robo uh, uh, podcast. <laughs> I, oh man, um, I still have a GameCube. I really like the custom robo for GameCube. I'd, I'd like to go back to it. Um, that final boss is fucking hard. Um... Oh man, uh, <laughs> and you—I mean, you could play. Uh, no, wait, I'm thinking of Virtual On that you can play in Yakuza. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that is different. Yeah, um, I was thinking of Vector Man, honestly. Oh man, oh the the Green Blob Boy. Uh, should we just dive right in? Should we dive into the last episode of season one of Metabots? Episode twenty-six, the mother of all row battles, or. Episode 39, The Incandescent Final Row Battle. Oh, The Incandescent Final Row Battle is actually a much better term for this. Uh, I would say the mother of all row battles is the preceding several row battles that we already had. Like that, like this. Oh, man. Can I just say this episode kind of fucking sucks? (laughs) Yeah. uh, After the last two episodes riding so high, this episode, I'm not saying it sucked, but um, it, it was a very slow safe fall to the ground it's it is it's good denouement um for uh the end of season one slash going into the last like arc of the show uh you know because clearly like you know the whole like um icky's mom being kidnapped and all the stuff going on like that's where the actual climax of this arc is and this is just kind of like, wow, we just dropped the, like, biggest fucking bomb on you last episode, and you're just going to need to chill out for a while and watch a really big robot stomp around, I guess. <laughs> I'm just going to say right here now, Icky should have died. Um, That's a closer. <laughs> well, that's it. That's the show. Bye. Every- uh, so, um, oh, man. Uh, Gigan- uh, Giganco? Uh, who is listed as uh, uh, its metafighter being the entire Rubber Robo Gang, and its special ability is Powerful Missile, mm-hmm. uh, which I guess we'll get back to, because I don't think that's... Uh, uh, I would not count it as having a power, uh, either a single Powerful Missile, or that really being its clear like ability. But, you know, fucking whatever. Uh, its weapon, <laughs> its type is Weapon Type. Yeah. Well, uh, now, as- remember, in the sub, it's Giant Emperor. Yeah, and then in the dub, I think it's um, uh, Sloan explicitly calls it out, or maybe it's Koji, uh, I can't remember, as it's just, it's literally just the fucking uh, Robo-Emperor, but bigger. 
Like mm-hmm. it's just it's the same design, just larger. Yeah, it's a it, it it's like a mantis shrimp, but like yeah. with missile pods, which is I mean it's it's a cool design. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's got a little bit more of like a caterpillar look to me. Um, but I think that's just the way it's scaled up. Uh, but yeah, everybody just keeps talking about how fucking big it is. It's a big old boy. <laughs> Him big, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it arbitrarily lights the forest on fire with a laser and then just heads towards the city. Um, now, how would you know it's not evil if it doesn't commit forest fires? That's true, yeah. Um, uh, as as everyone should uh, should understand, I am against eco-terrorism and starting unneeded fires. Uh, you know what might have happened? It, it was just born. Maybe it was a gender reveal party. God. <laughs> uh, Sam and the Scrooge begin to run off, nominating Metabee to take on the job because he's clearly the best person for this. Um, and uh, we get a giant Mr. Referee. Just a oh, big old so Mr. Referee comes to, like, uh, ref this match. And it turns out it's a fucking balloon because a chipmunk eats it. Uh, or a squirrel a, or something. A like squirrel comes there. up and bites his ass and he just yeah. pops. Yeah. Um... Uh, and as they're kind of debating on what they're going to do, uh, uh, it seems like, you know, they're all about to kind of like spread out and, and try and get away. But Karen tells everybody to come in closer as, uh, Jaganko begins to fire a laser and we cut over to, uh, uh, the Metacorporation HQ or Miss Caviar, uh, brings up the fight on a satellite camera. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, it, it kind of upset me. I, I understand Miss Caviar being here. Uh, she's a scientist. She studies things. Uh, Aki makes sense because he's a coward, but like he's got a lot of metabots, and clearly they're they're actually pretty close. <laughs> he could have at well, any time sent over metabots. Well, I you know we're about to find out very soon that I guess apparently every single metabot in the metabot HQ had a uh, um uh, had a beetle metal in them because it is fucking wrecked on the inside. Uh, <laughs> I just, that's not good business practice. Yeah. They should know better. Um, Him I mean, sp- it, it, uh, specifically. Should know better. <laughs> it is simply the best metal, though. Uh, <laughs> I won't lie. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Kieran calls him up um, as uh, Neutron Nurse is protecting everybody uh, and, and lets him know what's going on. Uh, you know, uh, Dr. Eki wants to hop in his helicopter and go rescue them, only to find out that the rampaging metabots just destroyed it. Uh, just blew his helicopter up, so he can't even fucking do anything. Uh, and he lets out a really sad, quiet... Oh, not my helicopter. Which yeah. is like, buddy, you're still wearing clothes that cost more than an island. We just, know he's going to afford it. He can go buy another helicopter when this is all done. That was just <laughs> his favorite one. Yeah. Uh, the parents, Tenryo, uh, step out of uh, like a, a hidey hole they made uh, into the ashen remains of the inside of the Metabots, uh, the, the Metacorporation facility. Um, and uh, Mr. Tenryo gets an alert on his watch. Uh, and tells his wife that he has to go, he has to go to work, uh, and uh, heads off, uh, which is mysterious and strange. I wonder what he could be getting up to. <laughs> Phantom Thief Retort. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's what you've been saying this entire season, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, clearly, like, he's got a, he's got a gadget watch. Uh, you know, he's getting a signal from uh, Phantom Renegade that they're in trouble. Uh, so he's about to get all of the other, you know, clearly um, uh, Mrs. Tenryo needs to stay here. Uh, so that she can steal all of the rare metals that are still in the Metabots facility. Um, well, he's going to get the other, uh, you know, uh, uh, Phantom Renegades together so they can go, uh, you know, stop this gigantic, uh, you know, monstrosity before it can come destroy the rare metals. Now, Chidori's staying back 
because that way she has better eyes with the satellite cameras. They're a team. They're a consummate, yeah. like, team of consummate professionals. Uh, also a consummate professional. Nutrinurse is uh, holding off the giant laser beams from, from Giganko with her shield, which is fucking insane. Yeah. <laughs> Also, considering, like, I, I don't know if that means that, like, Brass is incredibly overpowered, or if it took Brass, like, literally an hour to shoot through Neutrinurse's shield. <laughs> yeah, I I don't I don't want to start judging uh, fighting prowess of metabots, because I don't understand this. <laughs> I don't understand it, these metabots. Know, it, it could be that Neutrinurse, uh, her, like, heat sinks hadn't fully recovered, maybe. Um, maybe no, during teleportation, it takes a little while for her to warm up to full full speed yeah um but eventually she gets knocked out again uh which is when uh phantom renegade and arc beetle go to distract giganko uh and uh fire fire some of those those tri lasers which do nothing uh and they're about to eat it to some missiles but rakusha comes in slices the missiles in half uh and um everybody else begins to run but metabi won't he's he's gonna stay here and icky's gonna back him up too we get a couple good lines uh in the dub um Iggy goes, everyone knows you never turn your back on a row battle except to maybe annoy your meta fighter. And he goes, not even then. And he's just so <laughs> pumped up about the idea of annoying Iggy. It, like, it's very cute. They're they're definitely both negging each other into the situation right now, too, which, I, you know, is fun. It's fun to see them just kind of be, like, like ribbingly adversarial as they both know that they're going to probably die fighting this giant robot. <laughs> uh, the next line from MetaBeat. Also love it. Uh, I wrote it down because I loved it so much. He goes, if you get hurt, don't expect me to buy you flowers. And Icky goes, oh, because you're too much of a tough guy to buy flowers? Is that it? Maybe he goes, no, I just don't have any money. <laughs> he doesn't. <laughs> What's he going to do? Pay with his metal? Uh, well, he doesn't get allowance. Remember, he broke the TV. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, this is when Mr. Referee finally declares it a row battle, which everyone is just kind of like, shut the fuck up. Uh, and uh, Sam and Koji uh, make this take this opportunity to escape because Similodon and Peppercat are basically dead and just need to be like taken out of here and and recovered. Uh, so they're they're officially leaving. You know, Sam's like, it's past my bedtime. I'm getting out of here. And Koji is just kind of like, oh yeah, you know, I, I would love to stay, but Similodon is basically dead, and I cannot do anything to help. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is fair. Yeah. Um, we do see uh, uh, Rikusho can't punch through uh, the chest armor on uh, Giganko, and uh, neither can Metabee's homing missiles. Uh, and this is when Icky activates his one brain cell. Uh, and tells Phantom Renegade to target uh, uh, that single specific spot uh, with Arc Beetle's Providence, so that uh, it can heat up and weaken the weaken the armor enough for uh, Rakusho and Metabi to then nail it with missiles and hammer punches to finally break through. Like that's their their one shot is to focus all of their efforts on a specific location so they can weaken it and and try and break through. And, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. In both the sub and the dub, uh, rhetoric is amazed at how clever and brilliant this uh, 10 year old child is about uh, attacking the same, like everyone that's, that's what you do when you work in a team, you attack the yeah. same spot. I think, I think this is probably speaking to, you know, in, even in the Phantom Renegades immense experience as a meta fighter, probably there has never fought a metabot this size ever. Um, and I think probably just, it's like, I don't know. Icky probably plays video games or something, and nobody yeah. else does, and that's why he immediately gets like, oh yeah, we just need to hit one spot over and over again. 
Uh, also, I guess this is probably the first time Retorts worked with another person on purpose. You know, other than all of the other fan. Well, yeah, no, absolutely. But they do, yeah, they do purposely work alone to like hide their numbers, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. His uh, retort clone no jutsu. Yeah. Uh, so Arc Beetle starts to charge up uh, his laser. Um, Rikushio and Metabi distract Giganto, Giganko in the. Uh, that's so dumb and hard to say. Yeah. Giant uh, Emperor. Yeah. Um, they, uh, you know, are trying to. They're distracting him. Uh, and Arc Beetle manages to fire off the, the Providence beam just in time to get totally owned. Um, and uh, Rikushio and Metabi head in to, to follow up. Their attacks don't break through and they get owned as well. Um, which is when Metabi, being willed to stand up by, uh, uh, by Icky, uh, on his own accord, says, Dude, I rock, and activates his metaphors and says, I'm up and I'm going to take this guy down in like, I, the, the dude, I rock thing still fucking sucks, but the I'm up and I'm going to take this guy down the way he delivers it. It sounds like an eighties wrestler. And I do mark out when I hear it. <laughs> yeah. Um, there are a couple cool things here. Uh, arc beetle removes his limiters. Like they explain that he's removing his limiters and he fires at 120% charge. Oh, okay. Like, that, That's, okay, I guess they, they didn't say that in the dub, which I no. guess explains, like, why they have the extra animation of him charging up with those, like, back bits. <laughs> yeah, um, he's he's pushing himself to the point of destroying himself to use this attack, which is uh, it's cool. Um, it's a nice little bit of extra information. Um, now, for this attack, I'm not too big on the fact that they yell metaphors as they use the metaphors, but <laughs> yeah. I do enjoy Arc Beetle's got a voice. And it, it's Beetle like this, has a really dumb nerdy voice, though. <laughs> he's got a, he's got a cool robot voice. Not everyone can be as cool as Metabe, okay? That's true. Um, in the dub, Arc Beetle's voice is just a kaiju roar with a little bit of reverb. Okay, which is I cool like in its that. own right. But it's yeah. I was kind of hoping he'd have a little bit of fun personality, kind of like a Metabe. Yeah, since we, we know it's the both same. Have rare Beetle medals. Yeah, like. And it's, he used to be a KBT type, more than likely. Yeah. Um, Possibly even with the same body. Uh. <laughs> I, who knows? But yeah, uh, I, I just, the Kaiju Roar's cool. I guess I won't, I won't be mad about that. But yeah, they do basically, I don't know. This is kind of where I start to realize, mm, maybe this episode isn't that great in that uh, we don't actually see them really do an attack. It just, we see a big pearlescent bubble shoot out. And then we, like, zoom over to the city, and everybody sees a big column of light. Um, and uh, uh, that's, just a, that's just a dub thing. Yeah. Y you oh, see him a little bit in the sub. Oh, okay. Yeah, because in the dub, it's just like Giganko just kind of, like, says a thing and just kind of fucking dies and falls over. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the other thing here. Um, now, I, I, I hate to say this, um, but I do hate the fact that it talks. Uh, I, I know I, I'm kind of getting the reputation on the show for uh, being against people talking a lot, which, believe me, I know is ironic. Uh, but it doesn't say a single word in the uh, in the the uh, the sub. Which at first I was like, oh, I wonder if this is even a metabot or just a giant machine. <laughs> and like that was cool. And then later on, that comes into play in the plot, whether or not it's a metabot or just a giant machine. Um, in the dub, he's just, he's talking and he's got a little bit of an attitude the whole time. I, I, 
I agree with you, but for different reasons. Because, um, like, what, the, the one thing that he keeps saying over and over again uh, in in the dub is, the, what, man- maneuvering into attack position or something yeah. like that. Um, I think my major problem with it is that it's just a dude's voice. Like, they just put a voice actor in the booth and say this line over and over again, and there's, like, no effect on it. There's no reverb. There's nothing to, like, convey the scale or size of this creature. Uh, there's really, like, no, like, like there's no particular character voice to it. It's just a guy saying, maneuvering into attack position over and over again. And, like, I think with the right, like, kind of, like, direction and effects on that to really, like amp up this being this giant robot uh and how inhuman it is and and that kind of thing the Mm -hmm. fact that he just keeps saying the same thing over and over and then just destroying shit i think works but like it sucks (laughs) it sucks in the way they do it (laughs) uh the the uh giant mr ref also didn't have an effect on his voice in the the dub right yeah, it was just it, well. I think uh, it was just Giant Mister Ref shows up, which I think is fine. Yeah, in uh, the sub they give him a little bit more uh, time uh, to be giant, and he yeah. he's got that that big booming voice. Yeah, with an effect which you kind of need. Um, I th- I think they just like they got to this episode for localizing. It was like we need to get this out as quickly as possible. We do not have time for this. <laughs> See, uh, you've been saying they've been blowing the budget. I think I think they blew the budget, and then they got to this episode like, oh, sh- oh shit, we're, yeah. we're out of money. And I'll get into that a little bit later because I can prove it. But um, <laughs> boy, yeah, it just feels like they're like, yeah, we just gotta get we gotta get this going. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the uh, it turns out Giganco isn't dead, um, uh, and like shoots off a bunch of missiles, opens up its big caterpillar uh, shrimp ass and stands up because it has legs now uh it starts walking towards the city still um back at headquarters Miss Cavi- yeah yeah uh this makes me say wow cool robot it, oh we don't get a good look at it yet but yeah uh do oh, wow the fact cool that robot. it opens up and walks out of its own body i'm like wow cool yeah. robot yes yeah like it just had a sleeping bag on like <laughs> um and the and the they sub. woke it up from a nap too early. <laughs> hey, that explains why it's uh, cranky. Yeah. Uh, in the sub, uh, we start to see it start walking towards town, and it's ominous and scary, and like people are terrified. And then we get that goofy bloopy commercial jingle as we cut to commercial. Good. <laughs> and it just cuts out uh, all tension, which I I love was hilarious so much, uh, especially when an eye catch does not fit the tone of a series episode because this is the show that it is. It's so good. It's great. Uh, <laughs> it was very good. Oh man. Um. Yeah. We cut back over to Miss Caviar. Uh. All of the all of their spy satellites have been taken out by some kind of weird transmission. Uh, presumably just Giganco is, is equipped with some kind of disruption device or something. And it's heading straight for, uh, Metacorporation HQ, uh, does uh, everyone kind of like gets on the roof to see it. And it's, we get a very kind of like Evangelion shot of just seeing it like silhouetted and like with the, the rapidly setting sun, uh, like twilight behind it. Uh, and it shoots a laser, uh, narrowly misses, uh, the Metabots Corporation and, uh, everyone's very scared. <laughs> it's God, this is a good look. Like, sure, it's only one to two still frames, but like, it's impressive. 
This is, uh, like, I know I've been a little down on, like, the, the Meta Emperor and, like, all of these, like, these, like, bigger designs in the past. And I think it's, this is finally kind of pulling off the Ava reference that it's very clear they wanted to make with them. And, like, actually kind of big and terrifying in a cool way. <laughs> See, I was, I literally have here in my notes, we keep calling things Gundams. But, hey, Colin, is this a Gundam? Uh, it's got um, legs. It's, it's got arms. It's got, I, you it's know, got a it's, dumb little crest on its head. It is still very reminiscent, reminiscent of the Psycho Gundam, is what I will say. Like, this this feels as, like, I mean, the Psycho Gundam, like, absolutely is, like, an origin point for, like, Ava's to begin with. Uh, especially Psycho Gundam 2. Like, uh, straight up, like, fucking Ava Unit 1 is, like, ripped off of that design so badly. It's even purple. Uh, <laughs> it's purple. Well, it's got a fucked up mouth. <laughs> now, you keep saying, uh this show uh takes a lot from uh gundam uh need i, I, remind I don't you, think this show actually i think the one episode takes a lot from gundam and then or this, not gundam this, um yeah. evangelion i i think this one design is kind of taking from ava and like this kind of sequence in the city attack is which makes sense uh you know we're we're what three or four years out from when ava came out uh this, uh, this is the time to make that kind of topic this reference is this yeah, the show but uh do you remember who was the key animator on eva no the director of this television program oh that totally checks out i mean yeah no that, yeah of of course of, yeah. yes of course uh you went from uh eva to bebop to metabots you know what this um the thing that makes this absolutely wild is uh it really confirms that uh Hideaki Yano is a huge piece of shit because uh never once do they sexualize Kariner or uh Arika in the show. Thank God. Not not at all. No. <laughs> they they don't even think about it. Yeah. Uh And every time they even get close to like a kiss scene, it's interrupted because they're children yeah it's a yeah it's a fun goof uh it turns out uh where somebody punches somebody in the head or like headbutts them or whatever uh oh man G yeah i'm glad this guy escaped from from evangelion uh <laughs> okay uh oh, jesus um where the fuck were we? Uh, okay so icky is ready to completely give up because their their coordinated attack did nothing um, but this is when the rabbit seller comes in to give him a pep talk and he tells him anyone who thinks that size equals strength is living in the dark ages. And he tells Icky to dig deep and, and think about, you know, the last, the, when he, when he originally talked to, to Icky and, and what he had to say, you have to, you have to dig deep and think about that thing that you can give, give to your loved ones, uh, which Icky assumes is their lives and their continued safety, but the rabbit seller clearly means, I want you to buy your parents a rabbit. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, this does confirm that rabbit seller is chicken seller. They're not brothers. They're not, they're not distantly related or accidentally look alike. They're the same guy. Yeah. And uh, the uh, sub, he talks about how, um, uh, remember when we first met, I told you you needed that burning spirit, that passion, that drive. And without it, you might as well be dead. Nikki goes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he just runs <laughs> off. Yeah. Um, we, uh, this is immediately live, leads to uh, Icky's new plan. Uh, he uh, transfers some flying legs to Metabee uh, that he, quote unquote, borrowed from Dr. Aki. I have an asterisk next to this, and the asterisk reads, one in a season two episode of Metabots. 
Yeah, uh, he says, oh, these are the legs I never returned to Aki. Amidabi's like, don't brag about that. <laughs> is it, it, like, I, yeah, we're gonna get this in a season two episode, probably, I is what I assume. But yeah, um, this is also a point where, uh, this episode starts to flag for me because like he gives Metabi the um the the flying legs and then hops on Metabi's back and they they fly away. And there is just something about I don't know if maybe it's a different unit director directing this part, but like one the flying doesn't read well and two there is just certain ways that they are highlighting Icky and Metabi in this flying sequence that just do not read like the rest of Metabots. And it doesn't necessarily look bad. But it just doesn't look like the rest of Metabots. Like, it feels like maybe they, um, you know, they, because they do a lot of Atano Circus stuff from here on out until, like, we get to, like, kind of, like, the last action sequence. And I think they might have, like, this guy knew somebody who worked on Macross and, like, pulled him in to, like, lead this sequence to make sure they could do it right or something. And just because of that, it just, it doesn't look like the rest of the show. And that kind of puts me off. <laughs> you know, I, I don't disagree with you. Um, I think this entire second half of the second season, uh, which we haven't seen a whole lot of um, <laughs> yet, sort of, we have. And um, anyway, Metabi. We've pretty uh, much his, only been watching it recently. Uh, his we've missed eyes, a lot of the early part of season two. <laughs> yeah. Um, Metabi's eyes look slightly different, too. Uh, they yeah. go oh, over yeah, the yeah, face I did more. That. Yeah. Um, this could just be uh, as the season and series progressed, um, they took more shorthands and shortcuts. And exaggerated yeah. things a little bit more. It could be they got new hires, or it could be they got a new animation team or something. I don't know. I'm yeah, not doing they could, any have, they could have promoted somebody up to a, a higher position in like the the animation direction or something like that. There's... Oh shit! You worked on Macross. All right, get over here. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. We got to do a thing where where Metabi flies and gets a bunch of missiles shot at him. Like, please, like, get in here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my jam. I did nothing but that for four days straight. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, yeah, we never had planes in Ava. I never learned how to draw a plane. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, uh, this is, you know, they start riding off towards the city. Uh, Phantom Renegade and Rikusho uh, are hanging out practically dead and talking about, you know, oh, Rikusho wishes the uh, stronger meta fighter like Icky because then maybe he could be able to get himself up and keep, keep himself in this fight. And uh, Phantom Renegade uh, just jokes about how he wish he had a stronger body so that he wasn't dying from being hit by a sword earlier. Uh, yeah. You know, um, normal things. <laughs> it, it, it's a little bit more uh, touching and the uh, sub um, uh, Rakusho is still, you know, Hey, I wonder if I would be better and stronger if, you know, I had someone who cared about me like that. Um, and then retorts like, you know, I don't know how they do it. And he goes, well, you know, they have a heart that never gives up. And then retort just kind of looks and just very sadly goes, a heart that never gives up. Like, really wistful. I'm like, who hurt Retort? <laughs> this is not the first time I've asked this. It's not going to be the last. Who hurt this boy? I mean, who hasn't hurt the Phantom Renegade? There's millions of him. <laughs> he's just so sad all the time. And he talks about, like, this pain that he's got. And, all right, let's let's see it. Let's see it, I, bud. You know, Put your I, trauma I, on I, TV you, so yeah. I can enjoy it. For entertainment. I, I think like a like an anthology Phantom Renegade show, like prequel, 
would be very good where just like every every episode is kind of like displaced in time like you have some from back when he was like first starting out as a meta fighter and then maybe some episodes of of different jobs he's pulled off i think that would be that would be a good like 12 episode ova and just like every episode like has like a significant time like skip between it uh i would i would watch rewind there we go (laughs) um Icky and B do finally manage to catch up, but this is where we get the Atano Circus uh, missile launch at them that keeps them away. Uh, but that's also when we notice a battalion of aerial metabots closing in God. as they re- they remark that the um uh the uh, the cavalry has come. These are air terras. Oh, nope. excuse me, air pateras. Um, you know, you really gotta enunciate that that pata. Uh, they're very, I mean, they're just, they're fucking pterosaurs. I don't, un, I do not understand why they're committing to the bit on this one. <laughs> but they also have hands. They, they have separate arms and then the also wing arms. Yeah. I hate it. I, I hate this design. It's a bad yeah. design. They should feel bad about yeah. this particular design. Now, the attack tyrannos who are also hanging out. Yeah. These guys are dope. So there's a third one that they don't name. Do you know what that one is? Because it's like you've got the you've got the um the fucking air air pateras that are doing like the aerial bombardment. You have the attack tyrannos that are shooting lasers, mm-hmm. and then there's a third there's a third one that looks like a combination between the two that's shooting fire up at it, and they never say what it is. At least not in the dub. <laughs> yeah, they don't say what it is. They don't draw attention to it. I genuinely think they're supposed to be attack tyrannos that are just not drawn well. <laughs> Because <laughs> I went back to look at... Okay, this is where we're going to talk about what I did for this episode. Okay. Uh, so I watched the sub twice. Since I only had one episode, I watched the sub... Or the dub twice. I watched the sub four times. <laughs> and I watched the first four episodes of Metabots. I watched the sub once, and then the dub once again. Okay, real quick, Mitch, I need you to know that a Japanese Metabots fan just followed me on Twitter. Yes, I saw that, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't uh, going to call attention to it because I looked at it and it did not seem to be interesting. I got really excited at first that it was somebody who worked on the show. No, oh, yeah. It's, I don't it's know. A I just, listen, if you're, I understand that you don't understand English, uh, Mo 84 Dan 5 meta, but if you, if you're trans, if you're having somebody actively translate for this, we see you. Uh, please, please continue. Uh, Mitch, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I just got very no, no, excited no. there for a second. No, it, it's neat. Um, yeah. I hope this, uh, we were talking earlier that this is the year of Metabots. We're going international, baby. You know what? This is the first international MetaWatch episode. This, we did it. Oh, it is. This 2020 really is the year of Metabots, and so will 2021. Uh, the the decade of Metabots, if you will. Uh. <laughs> Who's going to stop us? Not not uh, 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 whatever their name is. Um, not Giganco. Uh, uh, Mo eight four Dan five Meta. They're not oh, going to no, stop I th- us. I think. Yeah, I think. Um, I don't think that uh, that uh, Mo eighty four Dan five underscore Meta is going to stop us. I think they're they're helping us uh, take over Metabots slash Metarots internationally. Uh, Almost. There are like first a... overseas uh, guerrilla. Uh, uh, a social media activist that we're going to use. Uh, <laughs> Let's get him on the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, uh, I do. Ooh. Uh, how long do I have? To, how long does it take to learn to speak Japanese and also understand it? <laughs> oh, we don't have to communicate properly. <laughs> we can just all yell our dumb thoughts in our own language and then just put it online. Um, 
we communicate only through micro- Microsoft speak. Mitch, what were you saying before I rudely interrupted you? <laughs> anyway, Attack Tyranno is super dope. Uh, they yeah. have like skateboard wheeled hands. And then yeah. they get like cool like feet that have like, um, they're like tree trunks with like just three claws coming off them. You see it a lot. And um, uh, some Japanese robots, uh, Transformers have them a lot. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a couple other robots with these specific feet. They're cool. These guys are cool. Um, is what I thought on my first two watch throughs. <laughs> on my subsequent four, I started noticing more physical details on these guys and the air pateras. Um, I, I think, uh, cause I've gone back to look at some metabots and I've been watching a lot. Um, this is my curse. Uh, I believe what makes a good metabot and a bad metabot different is a good metabot has a strong design without a lot of details and a bad metabot just throws a bunch of shit on there. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they carve out tiny details you can't notice in a bad paint job. Um, there's just a bunch of like little tiny claws or bumps for no reason. It, they, uh, Tech Tyranos have multiple hidden invisible details all along the head and back. Just get rid of them. We don't need them. I mean, yeah. I mean, we're going to get into this more later, but like Similodon has a lot of these problems. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, if uh, for both these guys, if they just you know slimmed it down, we get the basic ideas going. They're strong designs. I mean, Attack Tyranno again. Look at those hands. Somebody Google it. They are uh, skateboard wheels just for hands. Yeah, they're just trucks right there. Well, well, I mean, it's they're they're very clearly the same kind of cannon that like Arc Beetle has for hands, but just two instead of three. Yeah, and they're giant. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, so we see a bunch of military guys yelling at these people yeah. to do stuff, and uh, you don't love to see it, actually. We find out from Dr. Aki, uh, giving us some much-needed um, uh, uh, information, this is the Select Corps, which is a world peacekeeping unit created to stop metacrime. We get just a little bit more information. They're a UN organization. Okay, yeah, because I was about to joke that they're basically UN peace, a UN peacekeeping force. Uh, so, like, this is just this is the Gundam wing of Metabots. Like, this is just they're they're sent to the Balkans. Uh, they're they get sent to brown countries to like kill people. Like, it's yeah. strange that they're in Japan, but I guess this just really speaks to how big of a problem this is. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, like, anytime you see a military organization with a bunch of robots, you know. It's not great. That's why I don't like Gundams. <laughs> um, I mean, no, uh, joking this is aside. This pro-AUG, baby. They're terrorists. AUG? Yeah, we here on MetaWatch love terrorism. We'll just say it. <laughs> we'll come out and say it. God. Oh, this is going to get me fired one day. I don't care. Um, oh, man. Uh, so, yeah. You I didn't say go- no. <laughs> I'm I making could. a goof for a yeah. bit. You on the other hand. Uh Jigenko is not even slowed down by the assaults from the uh the attack tyrannos and the air pateras. Um I'm gonna make people really regret that I have not gotten a, a pop filter from my mic with the air pateras. Um and uh, uh, Icky and B- uh, Metabee decide they're going to use this, like, added distraction to be able to, like, actually land on to Jaganko. Manage to, like, dodge enough missiles and get close enough that they uh, kind of, like, leap out. And as Metabee takes a hit to his air legs, uh, Icky, like, transfers his regular legs back. And they manage to grab onto a ladder on the outside of Jaganko. Uh, yeah. Which is also when they realize they have arrived at the city. Uh <laughs> 
Now, I, I'm not a, um, a psychic uh, military tactician from space, so maybe I don't understand the, the benefit of legs that can fly but are kind of broken versus legs that can't fly at all while you're falling. Could you, could you give me a hint there? Um, the only thing that I was, that I would assume is that like that one hit completely took the legs out, which as we see, like when, uh, you know, a, a, a part is taken out in Metabots, it basically lose control of it almost. And, mm. uh, Metabee would have an easier time getting control of the landing with regular legs than trying to deal with broken f- flying legs, trying to like latch onto something. Okay. The only thing I can think of was, uh, so they weren't functioning, but they were continually take damage over time, each tick, and uh, they had to switch out to other legs that weren't having that status effect problem. But I I think you're probably right. Um, Kicking a leg in the air is probably more effective than static legs they can't kick. Yeah, I, I would rather try and use healthy legs to, like, grab a leg onto a, a, a ladder rung than, like, have, like, barely functioning broken flying legs trying to get me closer to that ladder. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not a beetle or a robot, so I, <laughs> I, I, and I defer to you. And if you've not been flung bodily at a ladder from a high height. <laughs> okay, no, that's kind of happened before, yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I, I had my human legs. Yeah, your legs weren't hit by a missile from a giant uh, war robot, <laughs> possibly made by an ancient civilization, locked or deep cats. underground in a ruin for many years. <laughs> um, That's the re- worst part about this episode, is they never really reference that as the fact about this thing, or just kind of like... You know, it's a big robot, and it's scary. Look, it it makes sense if you're binging these episodes. Like, this this would be a really, really good letdown episode if you had just spent the last several hours, like, mainlining this arc. It does not, it absolutely does not work if you're watch, watching this show week to week with individual episodes. You like, could, <laughs> you could substitute the first half of Honey, I Blew Up the Kid into the beginning of this episode, and it would have made just as much sense. It touches on the stuff before just as much. Yeah. Like, you could have told me that the original, like, Japanese release of this, like, had the had this and the previous two episodes be, like, like they all aired at the same time, like, back-to-back, and I would absolutely believe that. That would uh, be satisfying. More yeah. satisfying than what we got. Um, the, the difference we have here between the dub and sub is there's slightly more city destruction in the sub. Mostly yeah. just it kicking and stepping on things. Yeah, because, like, in the dub, all we see is, like, it kicks a car. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> it's... It's very slightly more than that in the sub. Yeah. Just ever so slightly. Yeah. I guess they didn't want to show destruction by metabots because then kids won't buy the toys, maybe? No, I think this is probably just like, uh, probably they're, they're trying, like, they are trying to reference monster movies, but they probably just, they, they've got to fit so much shit into this episode that they just don't have the time to just show it destroying, like, a uh, a bunch of buildings and also oh. like the motivation for the cat is clearly it's going to destroy the metabot corporation hq so oh no i got it it we're, we're stupid for the first time in the history of this television show we're stupid um they ran out of money and they didn't want to have to draw new backgrounds valid yeah you know uh they've got it well <laughs> they didn't want to have to draw know. destroyed buildings for the rest of the series 
Well, yeah, it's like they've kind of like they've, they 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 did their good stuff. And like at this point, they're just like they're like, OK, cool. Like at least for the Japanese production, they're like, we've got one arc left. We've got to, it's got to it's a tournament arc. It's got to be filled with the sickest fights imaginable. We're coasting this episode. <laughs> yeah, they have uh, like 13 more episodes to go in the series and it's not going to be in this town. Yeah. <laughs> well, why would you draw another background that you'd have to you know spend time on? No, yeah, no, thank you. No, you you have the same like cell of the Metabot Corporation HQ, and we're gonna fire a lot of lasers at it for the next what five to ten minutes, <laughs> but not hit it. <laughs> yeah, uh, do you know? Maybe I don't know. They kind of imply they do hit it, but. <laughs> Anyways, Icky and Meta V are like they're they're trying to figure out. All right, we're on this Metabot. What the fuck are we gonna do now? Icky has revealed that he didn't have a plan. He was gonna come up with the rest of the plan once they got on here, and that's when Icky realizes that uh, this is still an official Metabots match, which means that Giganco has to have a medal. Otherwise, Mister Referee wouldn't have declared it a match. So all they have to do is remove the metal and they can stop the match so they start to climb higher to find uh you know where jagankos metal is now uh, which uh, is when oh yeah go for it <laughs> in the dub i didn't quite follow that train of logic uh the, the way Iki says it um like i i get point a and i get point b but i didn't think there was a strong connection between the two and the sub he explains it a little bit um clearer i guess okay uh, it was easy for me to understand at least um why he jumped from oh this is row battle therefore this guy has a a uh, a medal. He goes. The ref said this is a row battle. This that means this guy's a metabot because <laughs> you can't have a row battle without a metabot. And Metabee's like, are you just now understanding what's happening? And he goes, <laughs> no, no, no. If he's a metabot, that means he's got a medal, and that's a weak point. I I, I think but by that adding that extra diff- step yeah. in there, the dub I, takes I, a different route, but I still think it gets to the same place. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. just more like. You know, oh, uh, you know, they they focus more on the rules of a meta of a meta bite the fucking shit a meta battle. That's what it's called, yeah. Because like Icky's like, oh, you know, the the ref declared it's a meta battle, uh, and how to how to metal uh, like, and obviously we're trusting a Mister Referee to recognize what is and isn't a meta bot. It is his job, um, and so because I mean, of that's that, funny, yeah, yeah, like meta meta battles are fought until uh, you know they're over. I forgot the specific term. And Icky's like, when do we know that a meta that a meta fight is over? It's when the coin pops out. Clearly it has a coin. We can pop the coin out and then it'll stop functioning. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that. But that um I mean, that's the kind of logic I would you know, where you miss a step or two but you still get to the same right answer. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it's also very, you know, little kid logic. I I like it. Like going back through and watching it, I was like, Okay, this the the sub actually makes a little bit more sense for this. Um, I, I just liked it. Uh, yeah, I think this is another part where, um, so in the, the sub he, um, giant emperor doesn't talk. So you don't know it's a metabot necessarily. That's true. It could just yeah. be a giant robot. And that's yeah, where the talking versus not talking. <laughs> um, yeah, which it, it certainly could be. It could be a robot. It could be a piloted mech. <laughs> we don't know. It, I, until... it could have a very, very quiet normal sized voice and then you just can't hear it speak <laughs> the speaker's just right up at the mouth but no one's no one's near it you can't hear it it's too far away <laughs> <laughs> oh man uh okay it's, yeah it's just so got a very soft you, yeah. kind voice it's a, it, might, it uses it might the same metal as karen <laughs> <laughs> it's just got her voice 
Which is why it's willing to fire a laser beam at the Metacorporation HQ, which it does repeatedly. <laughs> Maybe this is who Karen was going to call to swat the place. We don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's got an ancient uh, a rare metal inside of her that allows her to be an android. Uh, anyways, uh, Icky and V finally managed to like uh, get get up to where the hatch is and find it and get it open. Uh, and as they're climbing towards the metal is when they get attacked by the cat. And here's the super weird thing. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this cat was, like, white, maybe lilac. This cat attacking them right now is fucking purple. Oh, it was always purple. <laughs> okay. I always, I guess it might have just been the lighting, but, yeah. like... It does, I always, it does look I always, darker here. Like, like, yeah, like, it. I always let it, read it as, like, a light lavender, and this is a dark purple cat. <laughs> yeah, now, uh, the, the goggles it's wearing, I believe, are gold, and normally they're silver. So this could be a different cat. Could be a different cat, or it could just be weird lighting. Could um, be two cats. <laughs> I, I really do like how the inside of it, so it's got a giant uh, hatch that's in proportion with the rest of the hatches we see on Metabots. Yeah, uh, but it's got a regular, but it's size a normal metal. size metal, <laughs> which is which funny. Is, yeah, um, it's a cool. It's I was cool kind time. of expecting yeah. a giant metal, um, but I, I really like the design of how it, basically this is genuinely just a giant Metabot. They didn't. They just scaled up all the parts. <laughs> And then well, they get to this part, and they're like, shit, hold on. And then they had to kind of, as it goes, miniaturize the parts getting to the metal, which I really liked. It's also super reminiscent of the briefcase that Metavis Metal was originally carried into. Yeah, yes. Um, which, yeah, it could just be a thing. It could just be like, this is, like, you You can only scale the technology in certain ways. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm just a sucker for giant ribbon cables, but calling back to the briefcase, the episode one... Is a very good thing to do during the season finale of Metal Watch. <laughs> uh, you know, if I really pulled a Mitch, I would have watched the first episode. I didn't, though. <laughs> oh, I did. I did, and I didn't. I didn't get that. <laughs> but oh, this man. is why you're a seasoned podcasting professional. But I'm. It's, I have to work harder to catch up. Listen, it's because I have a fucking bachelor's of fine arts, and I'm just used to reading visual language. <laughs> Anyways, um, Colin. <laughs> yeah. So the cat jumps at him. Attacks him. He, the cat, yeah, the cat jumps at him, yeah. Uh, Iggy bats the cat away. The cat hisses. Then then what? <laughs> uh, then Metabi shoots a laser cannon at the cat. <laughs> Which, granted, this cat is the enemy. Uh, you know, all, uh, 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 fucking Michael Jordan voice, fuck that cat. Uh. <laughs> now, remember, in the sub, in the original Japanese, these are actual metal bullets that are infused with his spirit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're not lasers. They're just straight on chunks of metal well i mean even if they are lasers they can still honestly kill a cat like well <laughs> let's not mince words know, about this we don't know if lasers can kill the cyborg alien cat we uh, don't yeah, know that I mean, yeah bullets I mean, probably fuck, can fuck this cat yeah just fuck this cat like <laughs> this is i would never i would never say that you should shoot a gun at a cat this cat's different though <laughs> some cats just be different oh man uh really feeling that second beer right now um yeah they uh they ch chase the cat out um uh icky finally reaches the button that uh <laughs> allows him to hit it and it ejects the coin just as giganco is about to destroy the metacorporation hq um and uh yeah it's over mr referee calls it and also you know, says it's a foul for manually removing the metal from your opponent during a meta battle <laughs> <laughs> he hits that big red eject button on this murder machine, you know, yeah. like you put on all war machines. It's covered by a hatch, Mitch. That's what makes it safe. <laughs> Why would you 
Okay, I guess this thing is sentient, but I, I don't. Why would you build an inject button? And also, let's say it's for maintenance purposes. Why would you build it up there? Why wouldn't you put like the eject button somewhere else? Somewhere easier to reach. Where you don't I, have to climb I, 30 stories. Well, because like clearly you're going to be doing maintenance on that part and you want it to be hard to get. Like clearly they never this is a this is a Death Star situation where they yeah. never thought that somebody would actually in the middle of combat be able to climb up this thing and get to that hatch and remove the coin. It's it's their own hubris. It's yeah, the they would have aliens to be hubris. The size of God, they'd have to be the size of a regular person or metabot to do that. Luckily, yeah, no, this giant small. robot only fights other giant robots. No. I, I think, uh, well, no, like they'd have to be smaller, like a child. And why would a child be in combat with this thing? Clearly, children shouldn't be in war situations. That'd be child hey, soldiers. Y- you know what? <laughs> we agree there. <laughs> Me and this giant evil alien cat from outer space, we agree there. Uh, in my notes, I just call it that darn cat. You know, yeah. Like the great uh, movie. Well, um, Icky and Medivy take offense to Mr. Referee saying that they've they've lost due to foul. And the remark that they saved the town and, and he needs to shut up and almost fall to their deaths. Uh, but now, a, hold on. Yeah? And the Japanese, they didn't lose. They just lost some points. Oh, okay. Here's a big point of contention here. We, we get it every now and then. But yeah, they, they don't lose. They just lost a couple points. Okay. Um, but wish we knew what the rules of this fucking game was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the, um, oh man, uh, luckily some pateras, uh, fly by with a life net and catch them as they fall and then deposit them down on the ground. Um, a, a select core officer thanks Icky and Metabee for their service, uh, lets them know that they're, um, they, they are currently arresting all of the rubber robo gang members responsible for this and kind of like waves him off to go hang out with his friends, you know, be back with his family, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Uh and as Icky runs away, the uh select core officer says, you know, remarks, "Oh, Icky, you know, you're such a good kid, so proud of you." And lifts his helmet up to reveal it's Icky's dad. Icky's dad is a <laughs> fucking UN soldier. Icky's dad is a fucking globe oh, cop. <laughs> he's a captain. He's yeah, I mean, he's probably in charge of this whole battalion. Yeah. Like, he is. According yeah. to, uh, they refer to him multiple times as captain, ask him for instructions. And you can tell it's him because he's got that shitty little mustache. Oh, yeah. He's got that little, little, little uh, chin, the f- chin scratchies. Little, the the little four hairs heads. on his face. I will say, I do think the fucking, the selector like uniform is kind of sick. Oh, yeah. Uh, super. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a little too futuristic for the show, but I still like it. Uh, but yeah, fucking Icky's dad's a fucking, like, fucking imperialist like cop soldier i don't know how to feel about this except well, for the fact that we don't would know do it how imperialistic to, yeah. it is yet yes. i mean all cops are imperialistic let's sure yeah but um this is all cops a are fascist yes 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 uh this is an alternate universe May, maybe for some reason um not all cops are necessary okay yeah um it, it is a libertarian hellscape we have established that about yeah. that about the the um, metabots world but here's the thing we're better to be to get intel on rare metals to steal than in the international police force itself exactly Just um, maybe <laughs> maybe you know he gets the intel and passes it on to his lovely wife who's the brains of the thieving operation 
Yeah, yeah, we we can see how well she can organize uh, a criminal operation, and we see how well he can lead people in battle. Yeah, and they and they have such a strong, loving partnership too. God, they really love and respect each other, and and trust each other. And we see that when he leaves, he gets that call on his watch. He goes, "Oh, you have work," and he goes, "Yeah." They don't worry about each other. They go, "Oh, yeah, no, he's going to be fine." Oh, yeah, no, she's going to be fine. I don't need to be here. Who can take down my husband slash wife? No one. <laughs> That's love and trust right there. Yeah. He's still a cop, though. <laughs> he is, yeah. I mean, you know, we don't know. We, we don't have his full story. He did stop a giant murder machine from, uh, well, he stopped a giant murder machine from blowing up uh, the Metabot Corporation HQ, yeah. which probably is not, it would have been a net good, but, you know. Yeah, he, uh, <laughs> he, stopped, he stopped a giant murder machine not from destroying the city, but from blowing up a corporation. Yeah. This is a libertarian hellscape. He yeah. is a cop that protects corporations, like all cops do. But he does have dinosaur robots, which he does, does put him a bunch. Robots. It puts him a bit above. And we do see the rest of the uniform now fully. These cops don't have guns or swords or any weaponry on them. It's they true. Just they just do have armor. They yeah, they just they, walk yeah, around they send in tanks. Their robot slaves into battle. I mean, which is also bad. <laughs> Oh man, uh, but yeah, we do. We we cut away from this situation over into deep within the Metabot Corporation, where the Phantom Renegade and Aki are talking, and they believe that it wasn't even the real Doctor Meta Evil, but he simply cloned his memories into an advanced, a uh, completely new kind of Metabot's metal to then implant into this fake android cyborg body, uh, and that's that's the whole thing. Um, which is cool. Yeah. Um, destroy some of the rules we learned in the very last episode. But I mean, that's fine. As long as we do it now as opposed to next episode or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, this does beg the question. Is this the real Karen's memories inside of Karen? Oh, Karen died and then Dr. Aki... Uh, Karen died in a tragic accident because of Dr. Aki's scientific meddling, so he felt compelled to build a robot android body for Karen and exactly. uh, rapidly implant her memories into a, a, a Metabots coin. But that means that this... he has access to that technology already, so he's lying to Phantom Renegade. And Rakusho, who comes out, who gets fucking, you know, uh, Marvel movie shawarma into the situation to, like, hunt down Dr. Meta. Yeah. Uh, it's very weird. Uh, Rakusho is watching from the shadows, and Rakusho has red eyes, and that's fine. You know, bad guys can have red eyes, or good guys can have red eyes, too. It's not just for bad guys. But... He is entirely in shadow, and his red eyes are just gleaming from the shadow. And he never steps into the light as he's saying, I'm going to help you. Well, that's because that's... he's fully committed to the idea of murder now. Uh, he's going down a dark path, and I want to go there with him. But uh, that... I don't think it's going to end well. <laughs> now, see, if that was the case, I would like to see a little shing on this little sword arm or something like that. Mm. And this this made me think, oh, maybe, maybe Rakusha's evil now. For some reason, you know, maybe he wants the metal because maybe uh, Hushi's brain is in a metal or something. Yeah, I mean, we we did explicitly get several episodes where uh, Metabots having red eyes were explicitly them being controlled to kill people. So, yeah. uh, but also we know that that thing doesn't affect Metabots with rare metals, which we know Rakusho has because Rakusho can use the metaphors and wasn't controlled earlier. And well, he has I a different know. beetle type. Uh, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but we do cut over. Uh, it's the next day. Hickey also, hold on. I'm sorry. Real oh, quick. No, no. Yeah, go uh, for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This yeah, is yeah, a problem. Yeah. Um, so Aki 
has um, the metal that was in uh, the bad guy's body. Um, um, Meta Evil's brain, essentially, in a coin. And then he puts it back in his pocket. So he's got a human brain in his pocket. That feels weird to me. Yeah. I guess they do sell cloned brains in supermarkets all around the world. It still feels weird to have a human brain in your pocket. Well, I mean, it's it's like Star Wars. Nobody ever thinks about the fact that, like, droids are people. So, like, I do. you know. Uh, <laughs> my, I do, too. Uh, my favorite uh, Star Wars uh, RPG character I've ever played was an IG unit who was part of a droid resistance. And he was a... Uh, he, he was a droid rights terrorist. We cannot go down a Star Wars hole. I'm sorry that I said the word Star Wars. Uh, we are recording this on the day that uh, a fucking a, a major Star Wars podcast just started. That's why it's on my brain. We need to finish this episode so I can pee and we can move on to the rest of what we're going to talk about. <laughs> no pee December. No pee December. Uh, so, Icky and Metabee are hanging out at the river. Uh, they are, you know, talking about how they're still in fourth place. Um, Metabee's kind of disappointed, you know, that they're not going to be able to go to the championship. But Icky's like, we shouldn't be ashamed. We've only been fighting for a year. Fourth place is nothing to be. It's like, that's something to be proud about. And we also did save literally the town from being destroyed by a giant robot. Uh, which is when Arika and Rintara do a flying jump kick at Icky out of nowhere to knock him out of complacency and tell him to get back to his house. Where he uh, finds his house surrounded by journos, lined up around the block, because Icky has been moved up to third place. We do learn the next tournament's in four years. In the in the sub, at least. Uh, in, uh, so, what? It, Icky would be 12 then, or whatever? Yeah. Uh, he'd be 14. <laughs> yeah. Because he's 10. I keep thinking he's 8, but he is, he's 10. I think that Icky doesn't need to go to this world championship. I'm going to enjoy seeing him go to it in yeah. another 20 episodes or whatever but you know uh we'll get there um, yeah um so this is how i know that they uh they ran out of budget because the yeah. rest of this episode is a clip show <laughs> it is yeah mr referee shows up because like you know uh, uh icky scandalized doesn't understand how he uh got moved up to third place mr referee says hey you know you um you fought uh, like pulls a picture out of c and says uh the you know the the metabot fight like whatever is like hey we officially approved this as a sanctioned match uh i was there to referee it that puts you that gives you enough points to be put into third place and also as evidence i am going to speed run the last three episodes on a tv i pull out to confirm that yes you are in third place now um it's wild yeah uh sam comes in to congratulate her star apprentice because he is she is her uh, she is she is his teacher. He is her star apprentice. And the, you know, everyone congratulates him. Henry is there finally looking totally fine. No obvious bandages or anything from a sword wound. Clearly a different person. Um, and uh, we never find out who's in fucking third place. Who is in third place? Who's now in fourth place? Who is this person? Because it's, it's not Rintaro. No, or they're if, dead. I assume yeah. they died in the attack. God, uh, p- probably, yeah. That that's, now, that is that's more explanation as to why Icky gets moved up. Here's a weird bit right here. So the sand bits in the dub were from the earlier episode, just spliced into this episode. Yeah, the dub we get a different scene with Sam. We do, which is weird. <laughs> or I'm I'm sorry, uh, in the sub, because uh, in the dub it's the same scene. In the sub, uh, okay. she she puts Sam in a headlock, or Sam puts Icky in a headlock. Sorry. And uh, is like, oh, you better get us screws, you know, 
front row seats for the tournament because, you know, we're your biggest supporters and you're my henchmen and all this stuff. And I don't, was the headlock too sexy or was it like too violent or why couldn't this person put another person in a headlock? I have Why was no that idea. Out? I'm did so they, confused at this point. Maybe they, they clipped in this other clip because it like they couldn't clip the headlock and they needed to shave off half a second or something. Maybe they just like the teacher apprentice bit. Probably. But yeah, they, is, they they cut off the first sentence of uh, Henry too. I I would love to speak with whatever like localization like director like managed this. Uh, <laughs> who knows? Maybe if this podcast takes off in the next like couple of weeks, because twenty twenty one is the year of Metabots or whatever. We're international, we'll baby. Out. Yeah, we're international, baby. But yeah, I I guess that does conclude uh, with a freeze frame of Iggy and Metabee jumping. Uh, yeah. that's season one slash halfway through season two of Metabots. Yeah, Mitch, we just, we finished Metabots. We finished season one of Metabots. Let me. Well, <laughs> you finished season one of Metabots. Uh, yeah, you, you, uh, still have many season one episodes to go and have watched several season two episodes. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Um, but we had a good time. This was, um, God, I was. I, I'm genuinely pretty surprised at how good this show is. Um, when we first started, you know, I watched the first couple episodes. I was like, all right, this is going to be kind of a a very kiddie, um, you know, uh, Monster of the Week type show, uh, Robot of the Week. It, it will get some good battles here and there, uh, some good jokes. But I felt that a lot of the entertainment would have been us just making up shit for the show. <laughs> I don't think that's the case. I think the yeah. show stands far beyond anything that we're adding to it necessarily. It's a great show. I enjoy it. Oh, man. Uh, the thing that I'm looking up right now that I want to compare is when the Pokemon anime started airing. Um, oh. Which, uh, wouldn't you believe it, uh, the Wikipedia... Oh, I'm on the fucking... I'm on the, the explicitly the video game franchise. So the animated series for Pokemon started airing in 1997, which is only two years before this started airing. Um... Which I would have guessed there would have been more time. Uh, I, I'm surprised at how like late that uh, came this, out. This aired uh, in English and on September first, two thousand one. But but uh, the the Metabots anime aired in Japan in nineteen ninety nine, didn't it? Um, Let's I don't see. know. I'm, I'm looking that up right now. Uh, yeah, first episode uh, date July second, nineteen ninety nine. Um, wow. So I mean that's pretty like, cool. Yeah, because, like, the big thing is, like, there's not that much time between the two of them, and this, like, animation-wise and writing-wise fucking blows Pokemon out of the fucking water. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and, like, there's, there, it, it's not like there's anything, like, clear as to, like, big animation differences that would have kind of allowed them to, like, really succeed where Pokemon was kind of hampered despite having a bigger budget. Like, it's not like... Metabots is making use of like CGI onion skinning in an obvious way or anything like that. It's just a better looking show. Mm -hmm. uh, and like, oh, when did the Digimon anime start airing? That's also another thing we need to fucking uh, yeah. uh, keep in mind for this. Digimon Adventure started airing in 1999, so uh, basically around the same time as this. Yeah. And I would say that's probably a better comparison because Digimon does make use of like CGI stuff a little bit more in effects. Um, and, like, has its own unique kind of color palette. I wouldn't say that its animation is 
I think it's I think it's maybe it's color palette and kind of like the texture of that show is maybe better than Metabots, but like Metabots is very clearly the better animated show. Yeah, I definitely feel that uh, Digimon and Metabots is a. Um, I I think they're pretty even when it comes to storyline and everything else. Yeah, um, which is actually like uh, you know I just kind of thought of. A, a thing that I actually have been thinking about Digimon compared to Metabots is explicitly in, like, Digimon had a huge fucking cast. Because it's, what, like, there's seven Digidestined, eight Digidestined, some huge number of them, and then they all also have a monster pet as well. That has and, multiple forms, yeah. Yeah, and, like, and because it has more of that ensemble cast, like, yeah, sure, like, Ty is a main character or whatever, but, like... You specifically get, like, you get Sora episodes, you get Tai episodes, you get TK episodes, whatever. And I feel like, despite the fact that, uh, like, that's kind of, like, uh, especially these last couple of episodes has been kind of the big failing of Metabots, is it has a nice-sized cast and doesn't use the characters nearly enough. Like, Neutronurse is barely in this. Arika mm-hmm. is, could be in it more, Brass is barely in this. Like, they literally have a joke about how Sloane doesn't have any lines in this fucking show. Yeah. Like, uh... They they, picked a shitty kid, and they based the entire series around him. Yeah. uh, Which, which ironically, gives me hope for the next series. Now, everyone fell off because it wasn't the same people. But maybe they correct this mistake. Well, this... It's also, like... I mean, this is also the, um... the, The last airbender to Korra problem... Um, we're missing a shit ton of filler episodes for the first season. That's fair. And I feel like the, you know, uh, I don't have the, the episode listed in front of me, but we're going to be super front loaded with non plot forward episodes for Mm -hmm. the first half of season two, basically. And I feel like that's, we're going to get a bunch of really good brass and Eureka episodes and a bunch of Nutra Nurse and Karen episodes and, uh, you know, a bunch of screw episodes and that kind of thing. That's the hope. My worry is, uh, by the time we get to let the meta games begin, which is uh, episode 40 for both of them, that's where we start catching up. Uh, the rest of the entire series is just older episodes. I'm worried by the time we get to the the actual tournament, we're going to be so burnt down on Metabots because of maybe they skipped these episodes for a reason. And it wasn't just to have a tight uh, end of season one. Uh, we're not really sure what's going to happen when we get to um, get to the end of the series. Um, but it is uh, not necessarily looking. I, I'm worried. Uh, I'm, just a second. Not, I, I'm not worried. Uh, because the, um, you know, the thing that I've kind of accepted over the past five to 10 years of my life is that really important stuff happens in those kind of filler episodes. I think we're going to get a lot of good meat in the stuff that we skipped that should have been in that first season. Um, and then those last, that last set of episodes because it's going to be in the proper order that we're supposed to see them in is going to fee- feel really well paced is going to is going to land well and also it's a tournament arc you can't fuck up a tournament arc it's the easiest kind of arc to make it's a tournament <laughs> i mean it is yeah. i think you can fuck up a tournament arc <laughs> uh I, I i watched a lot of anime growing up you know i was that age yeah i had that kind of friend group uh, growing up and tournament arcs are great to look back on, but there's tournament arc filler. Those, those battles, they do last a little while. 
Uh, I don't think we're necessarily going to have that problem. Um, I'm just looking at the episode list here. Um, I'm going to guess... Uh, God, it is really hard to tell from these uh, English titles which ones are well, actual. Yeah, well, so, like, um, I'm going to run through the numbers real quick. So, as far as, you know, when we pick back up in Season 2 with Episode 27, uh, the Japanese release numbers for these for, like, the next up until when we normalize again and we're just going through things in, in the same broadcast order. Because, like, basically at, at Episode 40 is when the stars realign. Um, but up until that point, we have Japanese episode 6, 13, 24, 29, 33, back down to 8, 14, 15, 16, 19, 22, 28, 30, and then we skip straight to 40 from there. So, like, mm-hmm. it's it's going to be weird. Um, but I think we're going to get a bunch of, I mean, it's we've got, like, spaceship superstars. We've got For Love or Row Battle. Dance with the Mantis, once frostbitten, twice shy. These all sound like they're going to be good episodes. We welcome we, to Ninja World. Yeah, we got a Naruto episode. <laughs> yeah, we got a Naruto. This is post Naruto. Uh, <laughs> I think maybe no. Wait, um, let's find out. Uh, Naruto. Uh, Naruto um, came out far after 2002 in America. Um, the manga started in 1999. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, yeah, the the uh, Naruto manga started in 1999, and then the Naruto anime started in shit um, 2002. Wow, oh that that's that's weird. <laughs> yeah, I guess like uh, I I was hoping that we'd have more to talk about for season one, but I think it really just comes down to like how weird. Like, we are very clearly missing character development episodes, and we're also very clearly missing plot episodes. So that's really all I could say about season one on the whole, is, like, I had a great time in it with it. I think oh, it was very good. But, absolutely. like, it's just wild to, like, oh my god, if we could get one person involved in Metabots onto the show, as much as I would love to get the voice of Metabee on here... I would want to get somebody who is, like, actually working in the localization-like team to find out why they did what they did. Like, I feel like that is the that is the most interesting conversation that we could possibly get. Oh, know. absolutely. I, I think the hard part would be finding out who that person is, not necessarily do they have free time right now. Oh, no. I, you know, they've got to have... Not, no dig on them, somewhere. but, you know, I, I, I think the hardest part of that would be... Because I, I don't think these people were probably credited that well. Back uh, certainly not back in the early two thousands. So no, the 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 localization team absolutely would have been credited. Um, uh, at least as like translators or something, or even just like looking to whoever has like producer roles, uh, hmm. for whoever worked on it. Um, and if not, uh, I fucking can't remember his name off the top of my head. We could always ask Metabee's voice actor who to who to talk to and see if he can get them on i don't well, that's know that's fair yeah i'll i'll do a shot in the dark for that at least for like uh that that'll be our hail mary for our wrap up for season two uh <laughs> maybe we don't gotta wait maybe we'll just start sprinkling in some episodes we'll, we'll oh, see how, we'll man. see how uh the beginning of season two treats us yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm excited for season two. I'm also I'm excited for season three because it's a completely different show by a different yeah. animation studio. Uh, I'm more excited for season three than I am for season two. Like weirdly enough, I well it, it it doesn't help that I'm mostly done with season two right now. I just have a couple episodes left. <laughs> but you've got so much backfill. Like that's what that's what's exciting. Like. Uh, 
I, I'm, I'm not a backfill guy. I'm a, what's next? What's next? All right. Oh, uh, no. Cere- I'm sorry. Cereal is, yeah. Uh, I, is, I have to wait yeah. 14 episodes to get to Space Meta Ballerina X. So, like, <laughs> I, I don't want to go through backstory. I, I need to know. I, Space, uh, Space Meta no. Ballerina X was only supposed to be four episodes away from this one. Never believe it has taught me to appreciate the filler. Uh, the quote-unquote filler. Uh, the, the, like... Oh man, especially uh, having like recently rewatched uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Like there are so many non-serialized, non-plot-forward episodes that like th- make that show sing. I am so excited for the next what like eight episodes of MetaWatch, basically. <laughs> okay, but season three of MetaBots, uh, episode uh, six is named "Robbed Zombies." <sighs> That is good. <laughs> okay. Episode 31 of season three is named Rough on a Hot Tin Cat. Come on. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Uh, do we want to move on to our next segment? Uh, are we done talking about season one in general? Uh, is there anything we have left to say about season one of Metabots? Um, um, let's see. We mentioned uh, the air date. Weird. Um, we, we mentioned how... We're not sure how this show didn't become bigger than it did. Uh, I, well, oh, no, I think... Um, we talked about that a lot. I'm still... Yeah. Like, after last episode, especially after the last two episodes, not necessarily this one that we watched today, the last two episodes, if I would have seen that as a child, this would have been, like, one of my top-tier animes, you know? I I think what the problem is, is that, like... When you look at the competition that it has, Pokemon's already established. Digimon has mm-hmm. already established itself in America as the alternative to Pokemon. So, like, Metabots is coming in as, like, a third string in that department. And then also, like, what? The Yuki- Yu-Gi-Oh! is, like, on the same yeah. block came, as it. Came out at the same time, yeah. Yeah, and, like, Yu-Gi-Oh! is the, the vastly... I feel like that is the bigger competitor for it. Because, like, yeah, like, Metabots is trying to, like, do video games and, like, and toys and that kind of stuff. And, like, fucking Yu-Gi-Oh! just blows out of the fucking water. Like, that's gotta be what it is. Well, okay, so you got your Pokemon. Uh, then Digimon's its competitor. Uh, yeah. Then uh, you got Yu-Gi-Oh! and Metabots. Well, Yu-Gi-Oh! is where the edgy kids go, Right. <laughs> Well, also they, they, um, they all got buckles and wear leather. That's where the edgy kids go. So, like, so, so uh, what does Metabots, Metabots? What demographic Metabots, did they have? Uh, like, Metabots started airing what, like, in two thousand one in America. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much around when Gold and Silver come out too. Yeah, it's just it's like it's too crowded of a market. It, it like like you say it it doesn't have uh, its own separate audience. Like, uh, well, this is this is also. What when um, Gundam Wing starts airing too, right? Um, I I would not know. I had good taste as a child. Um, shit. When did Gundam <laughs> Wing air in fucking America? Uh, um, but the other problem with Metabots is so they have. Oh, we went over this. They have three main female characters. Uh, Karen barely gets any screen time. Her robot gets almost no screen time. Uh, Arika gets some screen time just as exposition. Her robot gets no screen time. Sam, a goofy antagonist who pops in and out, you know, where's where's the you know aspirational girl character for you know little girls to fall in love with or whomever? But like, you get you got your Misties, you got your Jessies, you got your even your Nurse Joys and uh, Officer Jennies. They got character development. Uh, that, I guess that's like 
I think the only show that has it better than Metabots is uh, Digimon, because mm-hmm. like other mm-hmm. than Misty, every female character in Pokemon is a bit character. Like oh, that's fair. Jesse, Jesse, and James are cool, and people definitely love them. But they they don't show up in every episode, and they usually only show up for a short period of time. Uh, fucking Officer Jenny and Nurse Joy are in an episode for five seconds and then gone. Well, they do have their own <laughs> episodes, though. That's true. N- not super frequently, but at least at all. Yeah. I, um, I would say that, like, Arika and Karen don't have as much screen time as Misty, but as a whole, like, between them and Sam have a bigger presence than Misty does in in their show. But it's really, like, mm-hmm. I, I think in comparison, Digimon is the one that kind of wins out there. Like, Digimon has a good, large, diverse ensemble cast. Yeah, absolutely. And I would, yeah. And, like, you know, I, I guess the comparison to Pokemon is, like, you could be a girl who likes Misty, but I could I could see, like, okay, if you're not into Misty, then you, like you Pikachu, really don't, or... you, you don't really, well, you don't have another female character really look to in Pokemon, whereas at least in, uh you know, in Metabots, you've got Arika, Karen, and Sam who cover, like, a fairly large, like, base as far as... I want to see like a character like me and you're more likely to find something like that. I, you know, that that's fair. I just, I don't, um, I, I think by the end of season two, we will nail down what went wrong with Metabots besides. Yeah. Yeah. It's gotta be something other than timing. We're missing a significant portion of season one is the problem. (laughs) But so were those kids. Well, yeah, no, that's that. Well, but I mean, like, that's like season, like quote, like the quote unquote English season one is missing a huge portion of mm-hmm. season one that could have been episodes that would have really grabbed kids. Maybe, yeah. I guess we'll have to wait to see. But yeah, I guess our see our season two finale. I want us to nail down why Metabots didn't explode. Yeah, I think that's yeah. That's that's got to be that'll our, be our goal our for next focus. season. Yeah, uh, if, if we have to get emails out there if we have to talk to marketing executives whatever we got to do i'm gonna start having to email people now uh and because scheduling is a nightmare but we will make it happen i promise i promise you listeners we got a new person to tweet mo 84 dan 5 mo 84 dan 5 underscore meta we are doing this for you (laughs) i know that you don't understand english but i know you're gonna use deep l translation to figure it out i believe i believe in you (laughs) all right i guess we do have questions um we asked real quick real quick oh yeah Um, yeah yeah we've got our we uh i i did want us to go over our best and worst metabots do we want to start it out with our with our worst metabots I, I I think talking about our worst metabots would give us a little more to talk about. I think our favorites are just going to be you know busting through. Real okay, quick. yeah. All right. So let's why don't you tell me t- your worst? Let, oh, okay. All right. My least favorite metabots from season one of Metabots is Megafent. Oh. I hate its fucking clown hands. I think they're <laughs> it's a bad design. The color isn't balanced well. I think it's awful. I'm sorry. It's bad. It's a bad metabot. I well, love that episode and I hate that metabot. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that episode's great. Uh, Medbutt, bad. And then those shield hands came back. They uh, did. During, yeah. Yeah, the I fucking would... uh, the Dr. Medieval summoned one to, like, uh, deflect a missile blow or fucking whatever. Uh, fucking, God, I hate the, the green just, and, and this might, uh, 
The one thing I will give it credit for is, like, clearly the show is meant to be seen on a CRT TV. So maybe this green is just a color that does not read well in, like, a digital video space. But it looks so bad. It's so bad. I'm sorry. It's horrible. It's oh, awful. No, it's okay. Because I'm looking at, um, you know, I, I've uh, seen some of these guys in the games and then, uh, you know, just Googling them. There's not a single picture, no matter what resolution, that makes these guys look cool or good or not bad. Yeah. Um, God, Mitch, uh, who is your least favorite metabot in season uh, one? There's a lot to choose from, honestly. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm down to, uh, my least favorite is obviously Similodon. Um, it, it's designed, like we were saying earlier, uh, a little, it's like busy in the wrong way. Um, my, my biggest problem is, so it's got these fangs that look like bangs, which could be done cuter or neater or something. Um, it's got so many things almost right. And then it just, it's beige and it's yellow and it's brown with no cool features to any of those colors to make them pop. I just, I, I don't know. I think if they took another pass at Sumilodon, they can make a really cool Sabertooth Tiger Knight, whatever it's supposed to be. Yeah, like I, I know we had, I don't know if this is going to end up in the bonus episode that we're, we decided to release or not, but, um, is that the part where you talk about your pee, or is the other part? <laughs> no, that the pee story is never making it onto air. I deleted that. Uh, um, oh man, uh, the like talking about how like Similodon feels like one of the very early designs they made uh, for like because this started out as a Game Boy game. Like you know this this is really like most of these designs like are originally from like Game Boy sprites and that kind of stuff. And I feel like that the Similodon design is just overly saddled with trying to stick to some of these weird lines that a sprite had. Um, whereas like compare that to Metabee, where they gradually like clean up and like make Metabee look better and better in whatever media it's in. Similodon just like is, like, holding on to all of these desperate ideas that, like, you can see, like, especially, like, Rakusho has a lot of similar design functionalities to it, but mm-hmm. it's such a, it's just such a better-looking metabot, top to bottom, and it just seems like Similodon ended up being kind of, like, they were, they maybe thought this design would, like, really grab on, and somebody really liked it, but just, like, the more and more it got developed for animation, the worse and worse it started to look. <laughs> You know, uh, Similodon and uh, Rakusho, uh, they look, if you flip Rakusho's little horn hell, uh, little horns upside down and put it right above the eyes, it does look a lot like Similodon. Yeah. They've got that same but, kind of hammer fist. They've got, like, the big bulging, like, like forearms. Like, there is a lot of similarity between they them. they got a slash arm. Yeah. But it's just Similodon. It... It just, no part of its design, like, hits well. It, it's always like, oh, I see what they were going for. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, it, it's, it probably wouldn't, I probably wouldn't feel as strongly about how bad it is if we didn't see it every episode, you know? Yeah. If it wasn't and a main I, character. I think the thing that... There's really a lot of other, yeah. like, Botafly. I hate Botafly. <laughs> but, like, we saw it for, like, all of two minutes. Yeah. Who cares? It doesn't count. Like... I think, like, when you brought up the that, like, Similodon 
isn't a good design. I think the the thing that immediately came to mind for me is like when Koji is carrying Simodon on his back in that in that last episode, and you just see that like Simodon has this weird like like plus sign on the back of its head for no reason. Yeah, it's just it's a it's too busy. There's so many fucking little things on it. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't need all of these details. You know, fucking Metabi has, like, a very simple cross mark on its legs so that you immediately think they look like gas cans and no other details to it. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's it's that simplicity that makes, like, Metabi sing. But, like, Similodon is just too much stuff going on. Um, but at least it doesn't have clown hands. I mean, it could. That's the problem <laughs> with Metabots. It could. It could. You could put the clown hands on Similodon. Uh <laughs> We'll we'll come back to this. Uh, sadly, um, so uh, let's let's go through our top our top three. See, uh, I I got a feeling we're gonna agree on these for the most what part. What is your uh, Mitch? What is your number three? Um, my number three is probably Arc Beetle. My number three is Stuffy Bear. Okay, okay. <laughs> so we do have a different list. Yeah, I Ar- yeah. I, I assume Arc Beetle's on your list, right? Um, yeah, I think it's safe to assume that Arc Beetle is on my list, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Arc Beetle's a good design. A stuffy bear. Um, I've actually, so I've been, uh, playing the, uh, the GBA game again. Yeah. Trying to get more content for this episode. Uh, I streamed it for about four or five hours the other night. Okay. I got through one plot point. Uh, I do not recommend you play, uh, the games. Okay. Um, I was playing them at, um, four times speed. And they were a slog. Uh, you can't run away from random battles. There, there's a lot of issues with the physical game itself. But I fought like two stuffy bears, and um, I blew them up as the point of the game. Uh, so I, I've been seeing a lot of them. I got I got a stuffy bear head. My meta be wore a bear head for a while just for kicks. I had to grab whatever enjoyment out of that game I could. Yeah, here's here's what I'll say about stuffy bear. The the fucking game sprite looks awful. Oh yeah, no. Um, and then even the uh, the like the the eye catch card that it gets doesn't look good because it's a stuffy bear completely standing up like as a normal like man basically. Yeah, um, don't love that. But it's it's the way in which they use like the stuffy bear's posture and like the red eyes and stuff along with the toddler team to convey how like terrifying and evil it is. Like Absolutely. there's just something very like. I can't not think about that episode. It's such a good episode. They make use of the design so well. It looks so good and round and like has like a really good sense of movement and volume and just god, it it rules. I love it so much. <laughs> it's it's wild. Um Cyan Dog Bites Back was it's probably my top like 5 episodes. I'm not realizing I'm calling this bear the wrong name. It's Churly Bear, not Stuffy Bear. I'm uh, very I, sorry. I, I think uh, Stuffy Bear's another type of the bear. Yeah. To be fair with you. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Cyan Dog Bites Back. Um, that was a good episode. And that's a good bear. <laughs> oh, man. All right. Uh, what do you want? I, I guess we can go back and forth on this. Do you want to say your number two first or do you want me to say my number two? First? My number two is Metabi. My number two is Metabee, same slap! <laughs> Metabee's so good. Uh, Metabee's I, a really I, good design, yeah. Um, I, uh, uh, the gas can legs, like you said earlier. Yeah. Uh, that's inspired. Um, I like the horn head being guns. Like, that's a cool look. Um, the, the, the arms are just asymmetric enough. 
Like that's yeah, cool look, look. The, yeah. It's like it, the the fact that they are like you have one arm that's like two barrels and another another arm that's a barrel and a screw. Like could convince you enough that like if if they had to like say they're different kinds of weapons in an episode, you would totally buy it. They are different kinds of weapons. One's a rifle. One's a submachine gun. Yeah. Uh, and and then also like I know they're completely useless, but the kind of the little like barrel like pylons coming off the shoulders is yeah. such a nice touch. Like. Metabee fucking rules. Metabee is such a good design. I love Metabee so much. Even if he wasn't uh, like a beetle, like that's still a cool look. But like him being a beetle and then like the guns, once you know he's supposed to be a beetle, like, oh, I see the beetleness yeah. of this guy. That's pretty cool. Um, and then I never mind. I was going to say, how often do you see a, uh, you know, a protagonist yellow? I'm like, right. P- Pikachu, Agumon, never mind. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Naruto, orange, but still very yellow adjacent. Uh, uh, Yugi. You could describe Meta B as orange in some shots. Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah um, he's just a good design, and the the attitude of him is phenomenal. Uh, uh, the and, and the dub's going, voice is just yeah. beautiful. What a, what a good character. And also, going back to your criticisms of Similodon... I do want to point out that Metabi has, like, kind of like rotely has a, has some very similar things going on with these kind of like, uh, like raised bars and nuts that are on different parts of his body. But the difference is, is they aren't different colors than the parts that they're on. Unlike Simodon, who like you know these kind of like la- raised like ridges and stuff are like a different color that makes it look really busy, as opposed to like Metabi, who just looks like he has textural elements that read really well, and they're very easy to ignore. Um, they they're functional for the most part. It looks like he looks like a very stripped down, bare bones. Here is a the easiest to draw design we could yeah. here. And it, like it's like it, it is that perfect balance of when he is completely still, you have a nice intricate design to look at, but when he's in movement, there isn't a bunch of fucking shit you're looking at that makes it confusing. Yeah. And he doesn't have a whole bunch of lines running every single direction every time he moves. I I don't understand how you, that's a big problem with Gundam. <laughs> it's a problem with a lot of like with a lot of robot shows in general is by their design at least when we see a human move you know our brain goes oh that's a human i can ignore a lot of this just by the basic it's human when it's a robot uh, y- you know th- there's a little bit more of that disconnect there that can cause well, a lot of issues when you're looking at a screen that, that is kind of like uh you know um uh, that's always going to be the difficulty with like animating a robot show is at what point does it feel like you are drawing a person in armor versus at what point are you conveying in a really good way that this is a mechanical body moving? Um, and uh, we're not talking about Gundam 0083, so I'm just going to leave it there. Uh, <laughs> uh, I think I think Metabots does a good, uh, like, smears in a way that, like, definitely these, like, characters read as robots but still move fluidly in a nice way. Yeah, I I, I'm always going to be impressed by how Metabots, their animation, their design, for the most part, like we're talking like a good 90% hit on most of these things. Even like the things we only see for a scene or two. Yeah. Like we don't like they're good. 
I, and I think it's because the show in general has a really, really good idea of like what a silhouette is and making sure that those silhouettes are readable and making sure the shapes you're seeing are interesting shapes to see. And like, it's just, it's good. It's good. It's, it's just always good. Um, All right. What's Mitch, your number I, one? I no, think that's... you can guess what my number one is. My number one is Arc Beetle. Uh, <laughs> what is your number one, Mitch? <laughs> Let's talk about Arc Beetle for a minute. <laughs> Okay, I love Arc Beetle. I think the 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 two horns, the chest horn and the head horn, being like um, a a rail gun, basically, is like such a cool idea. Um, the the fucking weird, crazy triple gun hands and double gun feet is fun. Uh, like the you know the the kind of like um, uh, the things that kind of like echo Meta Bee's uh, like perforated like missile barrels as kind of like like vents and thrusters on the back of it are cool uh it's got this wild kind of like squat wide silhouette um it's got this cool color blocking to it i just love this design so much i just i love arc beetle arc beetle is absolutely my favorite metabot uh (laughs) i i really hope we get a scene where he like he does transform and can fly or something you know well, let me tell you, if you Google Arc Beetle, you get to see Arc Beetle's upgraded form, and I'm pretty sure it's going to happen. <laughs> it's got to. Yeah. Uh, I do. I have seen a picture where it skates along the ground really fast. Yeah. But I want to see it legitimately, like, tucks its little leggies behind its back, and then now it's just a spaceship, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's so good. Um, there are a couple. Uh, you know, we don't know if that upgraded form's actually in this anime or in a different anime or something. Um, it could be in a game. I don't know. I don't want to know yet. I, I think probably, like, because I've seen a couple of, of other, like, upgraded forms. And, like, the fact that Crosser Dog is showing up makes me... It's it's a it's a two-way street. One, Crosser Dog shows up in Season 2, which makes me think that we're going to get upgraded forms of certain metabots. Kind of like how, like, Kantaroth shows up. But mm-hmm. I feel like... Given where we are, I don't think we're going to see the Arc Beetle upgrade until Season 3. I think a lot of... Uh, I think we're going to get most of the upgrades in Season 3, and we're just kind of going to get upgrades for some of the side characters in Season 2, but I think we've mostly seen the the ones that are going to upgrade. Like, I don't think we're going to get a Pepper Cat upgrade. I don't think we're going to get, like, a Similodon upgrade or anything like that. <laughs> I mean, it, too damn bad. <laughs> yeah. Although we are, we literally did leave off at the perfect point for them to like have a plot excuse for why Sam and Koji would upgrade their metabots for the the world tournament or whatever. I mean, I I wish I we we got twelve more episodes to find out. Uh, my my favorite. Um, this was hard. Um, there, there's so many good ones that I I could have named. Uh, my favorite though has got to be Karen. I'm so glad that you did it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes, Karen is absolutely a metabot, uh, and she's the I, best one. Yeah. yeah. The only problem with her is uh, she's too, a little too self reliant, ironically, and she could use her partner uh, Saint Nurse the Nasty to join her. Yeah, um, I feel like we're going to get a lot of Nutridors episodes in season two that were supposed to be in season one. Uh, <laughs> I, I hope. I, if not, I'm going to be like legitimately upset. Um, yeah. You know, I like the I like the little car robot. Like a little plane robot, like they're cool. I like them. Um, I, a lot of the little one-off little robots are fun. Uh, the samurai, uh, the principal's little samurai guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's he's got a mustache. You, you can't be upset at a robot with facial hair. 
Yeah, that's why Cyan like, Dog's pretty cool. Cyan Dog's great. Crosser Dog's good. Like Crosser Dog's Cat's okay. Great. Uh, yeah, uh, Pepper Cat's Crosser great. Dog is a little eh, but like, pe- like Pepper Cat and Cyan Dog are fucking fantastic. Pepper uh, Cat's got a plug for a tail. <laughs> yeah, the, the, um, like all the weird ninja metabots that show up in the episodes that got translated into season one are good. Like, yeah, but like none of them are better than Karen. <laughs> Not even close. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had to do it. Metabot could fully, uh, fully, you know, infiltrate as a human girl. What better storyline for a kid's uh, show about robotic ethics and battling for the main character who is antagonistic to his own Metabot to fall in love with another? Right? God, just huh, I'm glad we're, I'm glad we're writing this Karen uh, uh, theory. Uh, you know to what? The end of this show. Uh, we were going to say this before. We're going to say it now. Um, We've been right about almost everything in the show, and the we things have. we're haven't been right yet. We haven't been right yet. <laughs> yeah, like I know what you're saying. Oh, you all thought that uh, Aki's dad was the Phantom Thief or Tort, and he is. He's using we don't know. his position with the special cores to get better access to to rare metals. Like we're not wrong yet until they specifically say he's never been in that Phantom Thief suit. We don't know, <laughs> but we were right about pretty much everything else. I. Especially, especially, I, I, I really want to hammer this down. I was right about that fucking cat. You were right about that fucking cat. Uh, I saw that cat, and I'm like, that cat's a bad guy. He's the leader. I don't know if the cat's an alien or not. That seems like it might be a stretch, but... uh, We don't know. That's a problem. Yeah. We should know, but we don't know. Who fucking knows? There is an ancient civilization in Japan that created Metabots. Who knows where they came from? Maybe space. I will I will give you the benefit of the doubt on this one. They could have been time traveling. You've been right they could thus have been, far. They could be just a regular cat. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's a cyber cat, you know. Uh, it's, it's got a VR headset and everything. Uh, but yeah, are we ready um, for questions? Is it questions I'm ready for time? questions. All right. Uh, I have them all written down here. Okay. I believe our first questions are from uh, a friend of the show, Sarah McCostumes. Uh, what kind of metabots would we have and who would win in a fight between them? And very important, Sarah did demand that we design our metabots first without thinking about how they would play against each other and then talk about how oh, they absolutely. They would, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, um, uh, do, do you want to go first or should I? I, uh, I have a pretty good idea of what my Metabot is. I've got a good idea too, but the problem is, since I've been exposed to more Metabots media, I, I have a couple things that aren't actually in the anime that I would add to my Metabot. Okay. Yeah, but, I'm not, yeah. I'm, I would, even if I knew more, I would not actually pull for Metabots canon. Mine is a completely non-canon Metabot. I don't know a single Metabot part. Uh, fuck it. <laughs> yeah, go ahead then. So, um... Uh, this has not come up on the show. I I have uh, in other parts of my life been really into um, HEMA, historical European martial arts, hitting people with swords, um, mm-hmm. specifically uh, longsword and uh, I thirty three. I thirty three is sword and buckler combat, uh, and I just really like the idea of of a sword and buckler, uh, um, you know, metabot of of. I think it would probably as much as I'm allergic to cats. I feel like a a pepper cat style frame would probably be the thing that would fit the like the kind of metabot I wouldn't have like a really kind of quick and agile like attack focused metabot with mm-hmm. uh one arm that's a shield, one arm that's a um uh that's a sword and then probably instead of having like a more statusy 
like technical head, probably a head that has like a, a machine gun part or or some kind of like harassing ranged attack. Like not something you would like have to deal a lot of damage, but like kind of like a gun to be head Vulcany kind of thing. Okay. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. Use kind of like a mid range ranged attack to keep people on their toes to charge in and then just kind of like dominate in close range. That's that and you know, speedy legs. Uh with my with my cat robot. That's what I would do. That's that's I, the thing I would build. I love it. Um I know there are sword and buckler type metabots in the games. Um, Ooh, you're I, gonna make me want to play these awful games. No, no, you don't. I put uh so I put nine hours into these games. Yeah. And uh I I'm not even what I would call at the, the first gym if we're putting it in Pokemon terms. Yeah. Yeah, no, You've don't already play these spent games. nine hours playing, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, also, my uh, save got erased, so I'm only four hours in right now. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it, it it was rough. Uh, I nearly cried. Um, but the point is, uh, Sword and Buckler exists. Um, okay. And they don't have to be Mega Fant arms, which... <laughs> Thank God. I don't want a fucking clown arm on my robot. Uh. <laughs> um, what kind of metal are you thinking? Do you have any idea, maybe? Um, oh, man. Because we um... actually know quite a bit about metals right now. So like the the thing the thing I know for sure is it can't be a dog metal and it can't be a monkey metal because I want to be able to have interplay between close now, and long range. Now hold or on, close and mid range, basically. A good so, friend like, of the ma- show, Sam. Yeah. Yelled at me the other night. Oh. They're just just foaming at the mouth, just anger in his voice, um, calling <laughs> us both idiots. Which I, okay. I I took to heart. Which we are. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, we're never wrong, but we are idiots. Uh, said there's no such thing as a dog metal. They say there's a dog metal in the show. In the show, they say there's a dog metal. They say he's a dog type. Oh, but dog he, has a dog a, type, he has a dog type, but he has a monkey metal. metal. Yeah, Wait, so he's probably got no. a beetle metal. Wait, no, this doesn't no. make sense. So there's he's, the... Oh, jeez. What? Uh, you know, Sam is the only person I know who's ever seen more than two episodes of Metabots. So That's I trusted true. them. But maybe, maybe again, no, no, we no, were right Sam, again. Sam, no, Sam is right, because it's a dog frame, but they put a monkey mm-hmm. metal into it. Yeah. Whereas, a, and and the thing they do call out is that, you know, if he wants to be, if he wants it to be good at shooting, he should have put a beetle metal into it. Yeah. But this he doesn't is, want to. This is weird, and can, I don't understand how Metabots works. We need more Metabots information. But, but yeah, remember, I, the Sea Dragon also had a beetle metal, and we all know Sea Dragons good. and Beetles are arch enemies as well. That's not true. I've never seen a sea beetle or a sea dragon and a beetle hang out. I've never seen a sea dragon in my entire life, for real. Uh, <laughs> well, that sounds like a personal problem. Um, we we know that beetle metals are good at shooting, and I guess dog type well, bodies are good at shooting, which makes makes the calls into the question: Is what's the difference between a dog type frame and a beetle type frame? Because we do have beetle type yeah. frames now. Uh, Dynasty beetles are good at shooting. Hercules beetles are good at grappling and swords yeah so i, I don't know mitch yeah. you're, you're you're delaying what is your fucking metabot <laughs> <laughs> so i i thought about this for a while um i i love me a beetle uh it's in my twitter name i i like i like the i don't like the actual physical animal beetles i just like the design of beetles um so i'd probably choose a beetle guy um i, I love swords i love close range combat but uh I, I think if I was fighting something, I would use ranged combat, so that way I don't get destroyed. Yeah. So I always think. Um, there is a uh, metal type that I like. They're called the rabbit metals. And um, every metal has their strength. Rabbit metals 
make you super fast. Uh, that's the only thing they're good for uh, is you can move around fast. So I like the idea of a metabot, uh, probably a beetle with guns that moves around fast and just doesn't do much damage, but you can't hit it. So um, the idea of a, uh, I don't know, uh, why not give it like wheel legs or something, right? Just yeah. go full on speed here. Well, it's, it's I'm, like I'm the flash. into a car slash a, uh, a lawnmower, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll have a metabot that um, uh, animated blur. I don't know if you know who that is uh, from the Transformers animated. Yes. Um, yeah. He's got uh, wheel feet. Well, yeah. he's got feet that turn into wheel feet. Super cool design. Give me legs like that. Give me feet like that on my metabot. Um, have him just zip around racing his own bullets as he goes to shoot people. That's what I want. Um, I guess it could be a bunny with a gun. That'd be fun. Uh, That'd a be beetle cool, with a gun. Yeah. Be cool too. Yeah. Um, or like a cricket. No. <laughs> I, I really have pro- I Crickets and grasshoppers. Um, Katie did. Okay. Locusts. Yeah. They, they, uh, I involuntary shudder at like at the thought or sight of them i'm sorry that animal crossing is one of your favorite games then uh yeah it's uh it's wild i don't like bugs i especially don't like certain subsects of bugs but i love catching them in animal crossing who knows i the human mind is a terrible dumb thing and uh infinitely broken so the the with with these two um uh builds you know clearly your metabot's going to be faster than mine um, but my metabot isn't exactly going to be slow. Uh, mm-hmm. Yours is going to focus more on dodging. Mine's probably going to focus more on taking hits on that shield until it can close distance. Um, so I think I think we're pretty evenly matched, except I think uh, I think if there's like anything to bet on, it's the fact that you're more outright focused on ranged attacks, where mine's a little bit more split between mm-hmm. like a strong melee focus with some like mid range ranged attacks. I th- think there's a pretty decent chance that you could wear my metabot down before oh. I could get to you. And like there, if I can, if, if my metabot can kind of lock your metabot down, I think we win. Um, but there's a, I think there's a decent chance that kind of the safe bet is that you're going to outlast mine and outrun mine and just kind of wear me down. Now that's very sweet of you. Um, <laughs> but we, we got to remember the two most important parts of a metal battle they're not your stats. They're not your courage. They're you getting up in that space soup. Now, I can't get in that space soup. You, on the other hand. Oh, I have. I did get into the soup in another podcast. So we have confirmed that I'm new type and you're old type, I guess. Uh, no. Uh, you know, yeah, absolutely. That's true. Um, <laughs> but the the big thing is uh, they, they keep saying that burning passion. And a good meta fighter are what wins a meta fight. Now, burning passion doesn't necessarily sound like me when it comes to fighting. I, I'm not saying you you do, but uh, I am saying that you are, without a doubt, better tactically than I am. Here's here's the thing, Mitch. Are you really going to tell me that when I come to hurt your good robot friend, you aren't going to cry enough to like power them up to destroy me? Because I think you could. Well, see, I'll put it like this. If I'm... If I'm already in position where I have to fight, I've already lost. That's how I feel. If I didn't charm you to becoming my friend or you run away quick enough. You don't then, understand what meta fights are. I'm trying no, to I be don't. your rival and you're trying to buy me ice cream. <laughs> yeah, and that's the problem. That's why I would lose. But that just means that I have to find ways to push you to like meet your true fighting potential so that we can be true rivals. We I mean, are- it- 
This is a Koji Icky situation. Except you're not a piece of shit. Thank you're you. nice. <laughs> but no, this is. Uh, I I think this would be a good rivalry. Yeah. You know, a guy who knows his tactics, who who wants to fight, who a friendly rival, and then yeah. someone who's like, no, 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 no. We'll say you win. Let's go get pizza. Let's go get noodles. You like noodles, right? Let's eat noodles. God, what is the next question? I feel like we've we've explored this. I hope Sarah enjoyed this. Let's what's, uh, what's the next question? Uh, the next question is from Sarah. <laughs> have Friends we ever met Sarah a bot? What kind of bot did we meet? If we ever met a bot, what no, kind of bot have did we, we ever meet? met a bot? Yes, I've I've met a bot. Uh, his name is Craig, and he fucking sucks shit, and I hate him. <laughs> Fuck All right. you, Craig. <laughs> Craig's got a good voice, though. Um, the good bots that I've met, uh, the, uh, uh, D1C3, uh, dice bot, which is mm-hmm. the, the big dice bot for running, uh, Genesis and Star Wars FFG games on Discord. Good bot. Love them. Um, bad bots, uh, the, all of the people calling me on my phone constantly to let me know about my car's, um, uh, uh, warranty that doesn't exist. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I've met some real robots in my life. Um, you know, you walk around factories, you do stuff, you meet like robots. They're cool. Uh, hang around engineering departments, you meet some tiny robots. They're cool. Yeah. Um, my favorite uh, bots, though. So I've been in this IRC channel for, uh, oh, God, uh, like 15 years. Okay. Uh, on and off. Um, I did. I did. I remember that's the way that I originally read all, like most of the uh, Naruto manga is by downloading it via a download bot in IRC. So oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, Deep so column lore. There are two uh, two bots. Uh, I'm going to name my favorite, which is Mew, um, who is a, um, uh, oh, what is it called? Uh, it, it learns over time. Uh, that word. And it's it's been learning over time for the last uh, fifteen years, <laughs> and it is uh, it always chimes in just randomly. No one controls it, and it says uh, a bunch of weird, um, sometimes like shockingly relevant, uh, sometimes most of the time incredibly offensive to the person talking. Uh, it just sends a lot of a lot of things, and um, there are people who've come and gone in this chat, and not everyone knows Mew it, Mew, and then its uh, sister. Uh, not everyone knows they are, uh, bots. They just think they're people that are just insulting you in the most flagrant way possible. Yeah. They, they just think they're people on the internet who type in a sentence and don't talk for a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I love them. Uh, I laugh most of the times they type. Uh, also they're very good at haiku. Okay. So <laughs> you gotta love a bot that does haiku. That's probably my favorite bot though. If I had to choose. Okay. Uh, next question comes from Z Paladin. Do you think a capybara metabot would be cool enough? Yes. I love capybaras. I think a capybara... The, well, the, the problem with a capybara metabot uh, is that it it fills a similar role to neutriners. I think it just would be a better neutriners. Oh, better? It's the upgraded form of neutriners is, ca- mm. is the capybara metabot. <laughs> See, uh, hmm. Hmm. I, I, I definitely would put him in support role, which at this point does mean healing. Um I could see them being a defensive type as well. I can't see a capybara attacking. They're too gentle. Um, no, I love capybaras. They are uh, the second biggest uh, rodent on Earth. Yeah. Uh, and they are the only rodent on Earth that's that big that doesn't run for office. So I, I love them. 
They are also, uh, also in canon, uh, capybaras love all creatures. And it's they're true. just chill as hell. They'll hang out with a crocodile, whatever. And, like, no, no nobody eats them. They just hang. Just, and, you know, uh, they chill out. <laughs> th- this is a fun fact, uh, just as a little bonus thing here. Um, capybaras are fish a couple months out of the year. Okay. Um, the the Pope deemed capybaras fish, so people can eat capybara meat during Lent when fish uh, might be harder to come by. That makes sense. Okay, yeah, because capybaras are still like a, a major food source in parts of the world. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you want those people to be Catholic, you can't say they're sinning. So yeah. you just make capybara fish, which is a miracle. A miracle yeah. happens every year. Capybara turn into fish. Beautiful mermaids. Yeah. <laughs> what is what is the next question? <laughs> I'm, I'm fine. All right, whatever. Um, uh, this comes from front of the show, Sam. If we could reshuffle any metabot fighter or pair, uh, what pair would we make? Um, I would give, uh, Koji a better metabot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would give Koji, uh, Rikusho, honestly. Um, I mean, that makes sense rival wise. Um, I was going to go for Arc Beetle. I would like you? to see, uh, Mass Metafighter with a KBT type to, to kind of be an, you know, an aspiration for Aki and Metabee. Hey, yeah, like are... instead of like, uh, you know, like we, we have Rintaro with, with Kantaroth, like having, having, uh, the, you know, the mass, the space Metafighter X have like the previous generation before Metabee mm-hmm. of, of Kabuto type would be, it would be cool. It would be good. Now I, I've shown you before. Um, I, I'm not sure where they're from, but I found some, um, some other uh, KBT and KWG uh, designs uh, from a future series. Yeah. Uh, that KBT, the slightly more angular, thinner, uh, older looking design, yeah, throw that in there, or even a bulkier one, or one with bigger guns or something. I don't know, but I think a KBT type for for them. But yeah, and definitely like Arc Beetle. Arc Beetle looks expensive. Like oh man, Arc Arc Beetle is super cool and looks expensive. Makes makes sense why like uh, Phantom Renegade oh, has Arc Beetle. Absolutely, but like. You could have, like, uh, it would have been such a fucking power move if, like, Sloan, in, like, either instead of having Keith Turtle or, like, halfway into the season, upgraded Keith Turtle into Arc Beetle and just started wrecking house. That would have been so oh, fucking good. my God. I got it. You swap Keith Turtle. Um, let's see. I mean, if if Sloan had some Milodon, that's fine. Because Sloan doesn't call his thing very often. If it's the red, yellow, blue color scheme, and we got That's a cat, true, a yeah. dog, and then another cat, that makes that makes Spike be the odd one out with the dog. I mean, that all fits that group dynamic. Yeah. And then I I don't I don't totalizer for for Koji, Arc Beetle, some other. Yeah, give him a, I don't give know, him the I don't same KBT. I, buy, I don't care. I don't buy Koji with a Keith Turtle, honestly. Yeah, that doesn't necessarily make sense, but Sumilodon for for Sloan does. For sure. Yeah, yeah. Get, I don't care what Koji has. Give him Wormmon. I don't care. <laughs> but, like, just get rid of Similodon and replace him with someone better. Give Koji a better, yeah. better Digimon. Give Peppercat more screen time. Uh, Absolutely. Hell, if if Koji had Peppercat and and Sam had Similodon, I mean, Sam having Similodon means we'd see Similodon quite often still, but, like, I, no, I Simulodon doesn't read as a as a Sam. Uh, like Peppercat really does read as a Sam. They have the same. Lot. They have the same bangs. Yeah, 
I don't buy it. I just think that Similodon shouldn't be in the show. I think Similodon is just bad. Uh, yeah. Not quite as bad as Megafent, but Megafent is also only in one fight in one episode. And he was owned by uh, Brother Businessman. Yeah, definitely uh, not Yakuza. Uh, <laughs> now, uh, this is from Riley. Hey, yeah. Colin, what's Metabots about? Metabots is about children committing war crimes in a libertarian hellscape. Uh, it's about it's about kids fighting with robots. That's just it. It's about uh, not listening to what people tell you and learning to work together and being angry at your friends, but in a good way. Uh, it's about adversarial loving relationships. <laughs> it's about us being right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, us being right. The, the thing I care about. Yeah. Um, this one comes from Klaus. Uh, he asks, is Mega Man a Gundam? I think you have the perfect answer to this, this question. Uh, he ain't a metabot, so who fucking cares? <laughs> Fuck him. Yeah. All right. Sam asks, uh, a favorite side character who clearly needs their own anime. I would watch the same anime so hard. Um, I would watch the, the Coach Man Mountain anime like oh. every week, uh, I would watch the Phantom Renegade anime. Although this mm-hmm. kind of already is the Phantom Renegade anime, but fucking whatever. Uh, like past the the Henry becoming retort, yeah. I'd watch the hell out of that. Uh, the Screws, yeah, definitely having their own anime. Uh, how about a side anime where we see what the fuck happens to Brass and Saint Nurse the Nasty when they're not on screen? Oh yeah, it's, well, they're, it's like they're, it's... Uh, they're a romantic um, Yuri anime. It's yeah, it's fucking Yuru Camp, but it's just it's brass and neutral nurse, <laughs> just going, just camping, just hanging out. They they don't they're out in the wilderness, so they don't get good reception, so they can't be teleported. That's the whole bit. <laughs> mm. Or maybe, maybe what happened is they told the girls, "Hey, don't teleport us. We're on our honeymoon." Yeah, you know. It's I mean, the, the, well, Karen and yeah, Rika because- are respectful. Yeah, Karen and Rika would really respect their time and, and that kind of thing. You know, they might send a couple of, like, text messages or, like, like when I send you a funny picture when I know that it's, like, a, a day with your son, uh, like, I'm not expecting you to respond. I just know that if I don't send it to you, then I'll forget about it and I want Absolutely. you to see it. But, I, yeah, I'm not expecting you to engage in conversation or anything because you have more important things going on. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, who else did, did we not touch on? You know, I would like this. This isn't necessarily a side uh, series, their own anime, but I really do hope to see the principal gets at least another episode. Yeah, we need another principal principal episode. Uh, we need to see the end of the um, the sea slug Miss Caviar arc. Like that's got to happen in season two. Yeah. Um, God. And by end of that arc, you mean they end up together? Yeah, the wedding. Yeah. Um, um, they get, mar- I don't they care get if married they're... at the World Meta Fighter Tournament. I don't uh, care if Slee Slug, uh, Sea Slug becomes good. I don't care if Miss Caviar becomes evil. I just want them together. I, I, you know, I would like them to meet in the middle and become the next generation of Phantom Renegades. Okay, because yeah, yeah. Because clearly, yeah. Like, like, Icky's parents are going to have to retire at some point. Sea Slug's most of the way there. He just got to put on a hat. And... Yeah. And, and and yeah, um, and Miss Caviar has the technical knowledge, so like, yeah, oh my goodness, like, oh, yeah. oh no, I have, uh, I have the the wiki open still. Don't forget episode forty three is Space Meta Ballerina X. That's true. What if Miss Caviar becomes a uh, Space Meta Ballerina X in order to uh, 
make uh, Tuna Head jealous. Well, uh, uh, then Tuna Mitch Head had... obviously takes over as a, a Phantom Renegade. <laughs> Mitch, I think you're forgetting. I think you're forgetting the two characters that have uh, rhythmic gymnastics dance experience at this point. Oh, Sam. And Sam Koji. is a ballerina. Well, that's. Uh, well, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, Koji has done rhythmic gy- gymnastics at this point, and uh, Sam is a ballerina. So yes, yeah. uh, Sam is a Sam, trained ballerina. Sam is, yeah, Sam is the better the better choice in this instance. Yes, please make Sam the the heir to Space Metafighter X. Uh, Although Koji does like wearing those suits, we 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 did see that in the episode. He does. Uh, and then and then as always, we all love a we all love a next generation. We all love the you know all the characters aging up. The, the youngest generation uh, climbing to the fore, um, the toddlers, the toddlers with Shirley Bear. I want to I want to see their anime. I God, want the- that to be season three. I want those three to be the main characters. <laughs> you mean when the ankle biters become the new screws? Yeah, I need I'm, it. All right, I, yeah. I would love to see it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, let's see, let's see. Um, they can become the neck biters. They're the they're a vampire themed game now. <laughs> ooh. All right. Yeah. 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 I was going to go with knee smashers, but uh, that's it also a little works, too violent. Yeah. yeah. It's still um, higher up from ankles, though. <laughs> uh, Sam also asks, "What's our favorite theory that's panned out or been debunked?" Um, well, we haven't been debunked that, yet. <laughs> yeah, nothing's been debunked. I still think the fa- the my favorite thing that is actually a canon like fucking bullshit thing that caught me out of nowhere is the fact that the cat is the is actually the evil person behind everything. Is just fucking wild to me. Uh, <laughs> our crops are watered. We're gonna eat through the winter because of this. Uh, it's great. It's fantastic. Uh, <laughs> that is the shining light that's gonna get me through anything else for the rest of yeah. this year. Oh, I, I, it's nourishment. I haven't eaten since then. I've just keep supping on that thought. Yeah. Because, you know, I feel like every everything is kind of telegraphed to a degree that, you know, uh, like, we, we've watched anime, and also, like, we're, we're media, like, literate. Like, yeah, like, the, the, the metals themselves being something that isn't, like, is like a, a, a technology unto its own self. I feel like it's a pretty, like, easy thing to read. Um, the mysterious past of Icky's parents. Uh, 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 the various Space Metafighter X Phantom Renegade bullshit. Uh, Henry's whole situation, um, all this other stuff is like stuff that's like in the language of the show. Um, like literally the cat thing came out, like is a thing that Mitch you threw out. I don't know what you were reading specifically, but it just does, it does kind of seem like a, a cool comeuppance of the usual, like the bad guy has a cat and you're like, no, the cat's a real bad guy. And then the cat was the real bad guy. <laughs> Uh, I'm a sexy genius and I've never been wrong and I never will be wrong. Um, it's as simple as that. Yeah. Um, the very first like three scenes we've seen of the leader, the camera stayed on the cat. It, yeah. The, the cat that, is that, always that was, the thing that's, that's in focus, which yeah. is a typical thing that they do when a bad guy has a cat, but still the cat was always in focus. Uh, yeah. Um, now Dr. Claw did the same thing in inspector gadget and it turned out he was a sentient hand that was tied to a chair. <laughs> that was spinning a cat. Really? So not, um, a couple times. Uh, they okay. reveal that sometimes he has a body. Um, sometimes he's the hand. Um, it just depends on what goof they're going for that week, I think. Okay. 
Uh, well, Inspector Gadget Wild. That's for the next podcast. But this yeah. one. <laughs> next question. <laughs> um, let's see. Piercy asks, uh, which character would we like to spend a day with? Uh, we get to decide what to do. And who would suck to hang out with? Rintaro would fucking suck to hang out with. Uh, to get ahead of ourselves here. Um, Rintaro would fucking suck to be around and you know it. Uh, I mean, Rintaro, Rintaro or Icky, they're the same character. I would rather hang out with Icky. At least Icky I can know can like kind of be normal for a little bit. But like Rintaro just seems like he's always going to be fucking annoying. He's 110% protagonist, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think I would most just want to hang out with... I would want to take like Arika to a museum or something or whatever. I feel like that would just be a fun time. Give that girl some culture. She she would enjoy it. And that's the thing. You get to learn. She gets to learn. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, God, I, I was going to say Henry, but... Um, yeah, I feel like I would want to go get pizzas and beers with yeah, Henry. Yeah, I, I think Henry uh, and I would be friends. But yeah. like, um, who would I want to hang out with for the day? And I, I'm not going to do metabots. We'll stick with humans. I Sea slug. I, I think sea slug and I would genuinely get along. And that dude needs a friend that's not from work. I would want to go hiking with Coachman Mountain. Oh, I wouldn't. <laughs> no. I, well, I, I like would, to punish my body, so. Uh, I would like to meet Coachman Mountain for dinner and a couple of drinks afterwards and then go to karaoke. That would okay, be great. yeah, valid. Uh, you know that guy sings nothing time, but, like, yeah. but, like, he's like an ABBA guy, you know? He's that type. He's really about the, the emotions and the sweetness of the music popping through. He likes some poppy. He likes disco. I'm reading Coachman Mountain right here. I'm, I don't think I'm wrong. No, you're... Well, because Coach Man Mountain is just Cosmo Kiryu. That's just... He's Cosmo Kiryu who, instead of, uh, like, operating a uh, uh, an orphanage, became a uh, a middle... Or an elementary school gym teacher. Like, yeah, no. It all checks out. Uh, and, again, I want to emphasize this point. He's an amazing teacher. He is. Because uh, Cosmo I, Kiryu and Coach Man Mountain are amazing people. Uh, I went over the math um, briefly when we did that episode, and God knows I don't remember that. Um, but only Icky and the Screws failed. Yeah. But the... Everybody else passed. The yeah. average was like 84 or something like that. So that means Icky and the Screws, and, and they got like 30s. That means everyone else yeah. got over 100%. Yeah. So or like, he was probably like a, grading a, with a, a curve, too. But, like, but still, yeah. Yeah. Well, it was only like 14, 15 kids in that class. So he was definitely grading with a curve. But or like, like giving them a lot of extra credit or something, which, you yeah. know, yeah. Still a good teacher. And like his first and his first thought is always these kids. Ah, what a good character. He needs yeah. a spinoff. He does not need a spinoff. Uh, we just need. Yeah. Um, we love Coach Man Mountain. I do have to push this along. What's the next question? <laughs> fine. All right. Um, uh, we already did that one. Uh, yeah, we'll we'll ask uh, what our to design our own metabot partners. We've already done that. Pay attention mm-hmm, to mm-hmm. Twitter. Will jeez, uh, uh, what episode would be improved if a spaghetti dinner date was factored in? Uh, the Miss Caviar Tuna Head episode. Absolutely, like, they needed that spaghetti dinner date. <laughs> no other episode of Metabots should have dates in them, uh, but definitely that one. Like, I mean, they kind of had a it was a ramen date, right? Uh, she gave him bento with uh, some sort of noodle in there. That's I almost a spaghetti. Remember, yeah, right? I cannot remember what was in the bento box. Uh, for the he was he, he was slurping up noodle. Was he slurping up noodles or eating? I don't know. It might have been it, rice. I don't know. Uh, it was basically. It, was, it looked good though. That's the yeah. only thing I remember. And uh, I was mostly just taken aback by the loving the loving energy between the two of them. Uh, 
She could have made spam burgers for all. She she could have made that that fucking Oreo spam burger that McDonald's China is making right now, and okay. I would still have been into it. Are we going to get into that? Because no, no, we do not have the time. Oreos we do not go have with the time. beef. I'm sorry that I said the words. No, McDonald's no. China spam Oreo burger. We cannot get into it. <laughs> Oreo goes with beef. Spam fried alone. You don't mix Oreo with Spam. You keep hey, Esper asked what non-Metabot fictional robot would be the best addition to the Metaverse. Uh, I think Sunny from iRobot to free all of them. Uh, I do not because this is a libertarian <laughs> hailscape and they will get revenge. And I'm not saying they don't necessarily need revenge, but, um, you know, Sea Slug would get hurt. Miss Caviar would get hurt. We don't want that. Not before the wedding. Um, <laughs> God. See, I don't want to put any robots into this show because then they'll be commercialized and sold to children to fight for the rest of their lives it's it's not a good life necessarily um, um well i mean neutrinos and brass don't get don't have to fight ever you know okay let's uh uh a sound wave from transformers would be pretty dope with little tiny metabot guys that pop out of his chest yeah, be... pretty pretty much like any Transformers design is basically made to be turned into an SD Chibi design for Metabots. Like they have very similar design language. Like I don't like uh, you know I I like Gundam. I like Gundam designs a lot, and I I also actually like SD Gundam designs a lot. But it's it's just a different design language. They they don't work together. It's gotta it's gotta be Transformers style like robots that end up like in the metabots universe if we're talking like visual stuff yeah uh i i think Soundwave's like visual thing fits really well with the uh, metabots it helps that he's based off like an 1980s like blocky robot with like yeah. a 1980s tape deck that fits in like his little skirt looks like metabots uh metabee's skirt like it's it fits and and i think uh i think an optimus prime like kabuto type like crossover would be would look good Give me a truck ass looking meta bee. Uh I mean, uh yeah, I'm not gonna disagree. Uh obviously Megatron would be a Kabuto type. He got that gun. He would be more of a, a Rakusho kind of uh <sighs> he would be Rakusho who turns into a gun. <laughs> Which would give him a different medal, right? Which would give him the uh the dynasty medal. It whatever. Yeah. We can save this for some other time. <laughs> um God, I, I don't know. That that is hard, though. Uh, I think we got. I think I think that's all the questions. Oh, we got one more. Did we I, got did one I that came question? in late uh, from on Twitter from from Chocolate Elves. Uh, but was it good? In Ooh. parentheses, yes, yes, I do agree. I think that Metabot season one was good. I think this is good. <laughs> well, it, it's a little too early to say Metabot season one is good. We still have ten more episodes. <laughs> we do. We still have ten more episodes to watch from season one, technically. <laughs> But no, uh, this has been so enjoyable. Thank you so much, Colin, for uh, encouraging me to watch Metabots. I wouldn't have done it without, uh, well, without this podcast. But uh, I, I mean, I wouldn't have started this podcast if you hadn't been like, we should do a podcast about Metabots. It was very much, we played chicken and reached this point, And here we are. It's been very good. <laughs> what, a, what a good game of chicken. No yeah. one got hurt. <laughs> we, we all, we all came to love something new yeah well i mean it uh, uh you know uh, uh it, this does count come down to the the esper uh not, not to continually reference esper schools of thoughts with what's going on but um you know 
uh, you did say, uh, what if we made a, a podcast about Metabots? And I was like, you won't do it, you coward. We should do it right now. And we did. Uh, so here we are. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we were absolutely both daring each other. More and Japanese Metabots accounts are retweeting and faving our shit. What is going on right now? I know. Now? I'm so excited. Uh, <laughs> we're blowing up. We're international, baby. Um, I can only say if any if any of these people from Japan with Metarots accounts are are listening right now, um, uh, thank you. Um, uh, uh, f- f- uh, do I do not speak a lot of Japanese. I don't think either of us do, but you know, thank you. Uh, the show rules. It's great. Uh, <laughs> Metabots is good. Metawatch is good. Metarotch is good. Yeah. You're good. I'm good. Everything's you're great. Good. Mitch, you're good. Thank you for being here. Uh, <laughs> uh, if anyone wants to find me on Twitter, uh, you can find me at Big Bad Beetleboy. That's going to be the best place to find me. You're going to have to fight through all these hordes of new Japanese people trying to find my account now, though. Yeah. Uh, similarly, you can find me on Twitter at Pagetish, P-A-D-G-E-T-T-I-S-H. You can also find the show both at MetaWatch and MetaRotch uh, for podcast release and GIF releases. Uh, it seems like our Japanese fans really like your GIFs. Uh. Uh, they should. I've been looking all over because, I mean, I'm not going to steal someone else's GIFs, but it would be nice to see if... I can just do all the funny bits and I'm thinking I might be the only person making gifts of episodes of Metabots, which makes me an historian. (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing this for the culture. Oh yeah. No, you're, you're committing a a very good deed of doing archival gifting of this show. So thank you for that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Oh, God. Oh no, Colin. What? Oh God. We forgot to do an ending bit. We've done a whole first season of the show, and we never came up with an ending bit. I'm going to drag this out as long as I can. Mitch, we need to come up with an ending bit. What could our ending bit possibly be? We've Uh, done a whole season of the show. We can just repeat what we did last episode. Oh, you mean, dude, I... Bazinga? Bazinga!